0: All right, so we're getting ready for the Dash for Cash. This is the kickoff to the demo portion for the very best fall shootout. And for those folks watching on Tim's Corner TV, uh, the vehicle that you see right now is Demolition Dylan Langell, part of the uh, Tim's Corner TV family, all the way from Bridgewater, Nova Scotia. And if you would look closely on the uh, hood of uh, Dylan's uh, vehicle, their sponsors taped to the hood. So we appreciate uh, his support.
1: The sweet sounds of John O'Shea's voice, and you'll get to hear it Saturday at Speedway machine Welcome in to Tim's Corner Live. This is technically episode number seven. It's our first Thursday night show, and we're here to preview the Easter Bunny Bash winter demolition. Tim Terry, Denver Matchett, and Demo Dylan Langel, who we just saw coming in from that It's been a while since your first experience. you ready for another one?
2: (laughs) I I think so. It it would be nice to race this Saturday because, weirdly enough, I'm picking up a junker car from a buddy of mine uh, to to give to one of my brothers, and I said, well, we'll just make it a demolition car and, and break the rules and go to Miramichi or something, but... You never know when it'll happen
1: well when he's done with the car you can still use it because if the bubble opens like it's supposed to on april 19th it's <laughs> it's going to be a a good time and uh we'll be up in, in miramichi on may 15th we can't be there physically with tim's corner motorsports myself and dylan are stuck in nova scotia because of the border but uh denver you guys are gonna have some fun this weekend
3: we are gonna have a lot of fun i uh, well excited but uh, a little nervous you know we've been spending the week watching the weather we'll get to that later on but either way it's going to be fun whatever conditions are thrown at these drivers it's the winter time it's a winter demolition they're going to have a lot to deal with Uh, we call these guys the best demo drivers in the world Speedway Miramichi is the demolition capital of Canada but this has never been done before we've never had a winter demolition now Tim you've got to experience some winter enduro's at Sydney Speedway Uh, any insight into what we can expect this weekend I don't think so. Uh, The I think the the crew that
1: you guys have is a lot different than the crew that Sydney has. And and there's not knock on on either. But these demolition guys and gals that that we're going to see on Saturday and we're going to talk to some here this evening. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing on the dry pavement. I can't wait to see what they're going to do on on the either wet or the slick or the icy or whatever you want to bring it up to. But this is this is going to be fun We've had a busy week on the stock car side. I think we're going to talk demolition tonight. But uh, for those that might not know, uh, we're going to start off with some big news tonight on the stock car side. Wayne Smith's going racing again this weekend, uh, going to race at Auburndale Speedway, uh, going to be the wheelman sportsman division, uh, 50 laps. He told me that earlier today, and I asked him, can I spill it on the show the first thing tonight? And he said, absolutely. So uh, watch for that. Uh, Wayne's going racing one more time. I think he's coming back in a week or two. Uh,
2: Let's hope they, get- the officials don't screw him over this time
1: well it's, it's
2: yeah is ricky brooks, brooks
1: gonna be there he I, is I, I i don't know if he's going to be auburndale is, is where he was for winter Nationals, so don't know don't know who the wheelman series has uh in that but uh wayne's going to be in the the z2 one more time so awesome uh, we got some uh, busy stuff coming up uh the icebreaker enduro the saunas are supposed to open this week i think we're going to open them next week uh heart of a champion hot rock classics dylan schedule coming out
2: yeah, pretty exciting. So we got six races this year. We're gonna kick off during the River Glade weekend at Petty, which is happening in the middle of July now. So a little earlier. And then we're gonna be at Riverside twice in Scotia Speed World during the 250 weekend. We're back in a close the season at Petty during the Mike Stevens weekend. But we're really hoping fingers crossed the Atlantic bubble comes and stays. Uh first time landing an Oyster Bed coming up this summer during the pro stock weekend july 31st which i'm stoked for that's a track i've not been to and for any fans that are wondering well what what's, what does tim and myself mean about this hot rod series it's the hot rod classics brought to you by ntn bearings through heart of a champion give them a like on facebook you're going to see all kinds of great content from them celebrating atlanta canadian and canadian racing history uh, but this series we're taking older cars and and, and bringing new life to them and there's a lot of sweet hot rods coming up this year.
1: And some older drivers. I saw this week that Stacy Clemens is coming yep. back to race. I I I grew up watching Stacy race a sportsman car. Got to call him a couple of times on pro stock races. So really excited for that. Brian Northrup, obviously, Cy Harvey was there last year. Yep. Uh, list goes on and on. Going to be a great series. And uh, you can check out their, their schedule now. There's only one schedule that's not out right now, and it's Scotia Speed World. So we await uh, the folks from Halifax to get their schedule out. Our master schedule should be up on the website sometime this weekend, so you can plan your season if you haven't already, but uh, we're getting ready to go demolition racing. Uh, we've got a Monday show coming up, but before we get to that Monday show with Rick Cashel and Randy Miller, Denver, we got some demolition to
3: take care of, and you got some guests here, so let's uh, let's kick this off. Absolutely, Tim. Uh, you're going to be on the button, so for our first guest coming up, it's the driver of the 666, Norm Robert Shaw. so... Uh, send some messages. Let's let's keep Tim busy tonight. Usually he's on the screen the whole time, but that's not going to be the case tonight. So uh, get on there. We're live. We're interactive uh, and smash that share button. Just like these drivers will be smashing their cars. And one of those drivers will be Norm Robershaw, driver of car number six, six, six. He's been no stranger to racing across Canada, uh, but a relatively uh, a newcomer, I should say to Speedway Miramichi. He just came on the scene in 2019 and, uh, Had some rough luck last year, but he finished the year off strong with some checkered flags at the Halloween Spooktacular. He's going to be in the Hey, Denver? Saturday. Yeah, Tim? We need to get Norm to start his camera. There we go. There
4: we are. We're good to go. Norm, welcome
3: Welcome to TCM Live. We're previewing the Easter Bunny Bash. Uh, How are you tonight? We know that you had to rearrange your schedule to be on the show tonight, so we appreciate that. Oh, I'm playing hooky from work, so thank you guys for letting me stay home. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you uh, being on the show and being willing to take part in this. So let's get right down to business. Easter Bunny Bash this weekend. Um, remind me, because I know we've talked a bit before, but these fans probably don't know. Have you raced in the snow before? I have done some snow races. I've done
4: the uh, Winter Rally in Quebec. It was a little different. We're not allowed to crash there. I'm looking forward to the record.
3: <laughs> Well, that should give you a bit of an advantage. So, uh, But Easter Bunny Bash, it's a winter demolition. It's a two-part finale, actually, a 50-lap Enduro followed by a demolition. What do you expect for this weekend?
4: Same thing we get all summer. I'm expecting a bunch of crazy guys who think they can drive but cannot.
3: We're going to be slip-sliding everywhere as everybody's going to be wrecking. So you take your experience in the snow. Does that make you the favorite? You have an advantage.
4: I wouldn't call an advantage because... Like it or not, we're driving these beat up $200 cars. If I can keep it on the track, I'll have that advantage. It's going to come down a lot more than anything.
3: Absolutely. You know, it's, it's going to be wild. There's going to be some snow. There's going to be some ice. There's going to be some mud. Uh, you know, we got some preliminary races too. It's uh, to qualify uh, Dash for Cash, Powder Puff Race, Bump to Pass is coming back. Is there any one of those races you're most looking forward to before we get into the big finale on Saturday?
4: Well, I hate the dash for cash because every time I do it, bad luck. Miramichi has this big monkey on my back that won't get off when it comes to dash for cash. But I'm looking forward to overcoming that. But uh, the backup race, I'm a big fan of reverse.
3: <laughs> We've seen that before. You were actually, uh, I think you were leading one of the backup races last year before that uh, that bad luck that you had all season long kind of uh, you. But let's talk <laughs> about last season because you really did have some tough luck You know, a lot of would have, a lot of could have, a lot of should haves. Looking back at 2020, um, how was that as a whole for you? I know you battled the bad luck, but uh, what do you remember most from 2020?
4: Well, 2020 in Miramichi has been, it's been something I want to forget. From turn four, the first lap of the first race, I got pushed. I believe Jacob Smith pushed me into the wall in turn four. I spun out, hit uh, Remy Roussel, totaled my car, so. Drove an hour and a half. A, B, and Truffaut. Didn't even do a lap. From then on, just one bad luck after another. Busted
3: tires. Anything that could mess up has messed up. That was certainly the story of your season, unfortunately. But, hey, you finished it strong. Let's take a look back to that Halloween Spooktacular event in October. Uh, That event wasn't even on the calendar. uh, But... We, we threw it in last minute after a successful season uh, from the track's point of view, and uh, you had a pretty pretty good day that day.
4: Yeah, I was, uh, I was motivated that day. It was a matter of, I got to get that monkey off my back. And I believe the pumpkin race, whoever was next to me, went their pumpkin through my windshield, and I couldn't see a thing. That pissed me off to the
3: point I had to prove a point to that point. You certainly put that car up front. And then I think it was the figure eight race. You also took the checkered flag in that day, wasn't it?
4: Yes, yeah, sir. I led the figure eight. And figure eight has been my go-to race since I started Mirror Machine 2019. I'm always one of the top cars, but always something messing up. And I was happy to finally get
3: that figure eight win. You see on the screen some action of from uh, one of our figure eight races last year. Now, given the situation with snow and ice and mud, uh, there's no guarantees about a figure eight race, but I know I was talking to Barry earlier and depending on how the weather cooperates and the snow mud situation is uh, you never know this we always say the format is subject to change and I know there's a lot of people would lo- love to see another figure eight race um, but we'll have to see uh, how things work out over the next couple days but uh, yeah so Easter Bunny Bash we put out a, a preview on the website this afternoon there's a lot of big names on the list we were expecting, probably 20 to 30 cars. Um, Is there any driver you have your eye on uh, who's going to be tough to beat on Saturday?
4: Well, it's coming into this season. I'm hoping we have all the other season vets. And, you know, I started Mirror Machine 2019 when Kevin Tucker was champ. And I think I kind of, I was itching at him because I was always directly behind him. So who's this new kid coming up behind me the whole time? So
3: he didn't do much demo last year. I'm hoping to see Kevin back on the track. Absolutely, Kevin is probably one of the greatest drivers of all time at Speedway Mirror Machine, particularly in the demolition. He's got uh, he finally got that championship in nineteen, but uh, a lot a lot of wins before that, and uh, he always shows up with those big cars that are tough to beat. Yes. uh,
2: Denver, can I Denver, can I hop in quickly just to just to dial back? You're talking about the figure eight race and saying you're not sure about the mud and stuff. Uh, when I raced in the figure eight race at the day of eights, the infield was muddy. Absolutely. I got a bunch of stuff. I got stuff splashed up in my windshield. And my wipers weren't working. So I was sticking my head out partly to kind of see and uh, get around turn uh, three and four. Well, listen, Dylan, the car you had, or I should say
3: the van the you van. had, that, uh, that had some experience with some mud prior to you getting behind the wheel.
2: Yeah, from what I hear, I watched a video of someone doing a burnout in that big big pit there in between turn 3 and 4. So, and uh, we had to beat the starter and everything just to start the van cuz it was just like caked in mud. Uh Norm, you you mentioned about the the figure eight race. Would you say that's your favorite event uh, usually with the Miramichi races or is that the one you do the best at?
4: Oh, I'll tell you why. First went to Speedway Miramichi at the 2019 uh, Kids Day event, and I didn't know there was a figure eight track in New Brunswick, period. So as soon as I saw people doing that, I said, you know, I, I got to give this a go. I've been watching it on YouTube in the States for years, and I've been wanting to do that. And it's uh, it's nerve-wracking. I'm sure the first time you've done it, you were kind of, you're crapping yourself going through that x
2: well, yeah. So, so I mean, we were probably in the same race and I had a dumpy van that could barely go fast. But uh, but with me being at the back and being a bit slower, my strategy was being careful going through the X because I could see all the faster cars coming. And there was one, and Denver knows this, that uh, I waited until the last possible second and went and the car right behind me got T-boned in the intersection there. So but so what what's your strategy there coming out of the corners? There's there's a little bit, though. You can either just floor it or you got to kind of pace yourself. Well, what do you do typically?
4: I, I fly around those corners. I drift my car and try to get as sideways as I can. When I get to that X, I close my eyes. There's no brakes. <laughs> there's no eyes. It's, if you're there, sorry. <laughs> I
5: have believe in first I, lap you...
4: last year, I took out, I uh, believe it was... No, I don't remember what car it was, but I took somebody out the first lap around.
2: Have you been hit in the intersection? Not yet. I've been lucky. It
4: came really close. Riley Harris clipped my bumper last year. That was it.
3: So Dylan so Norm, you said that, you know, you try to avoid the dash for cash. Dylan here made his debut in the dash for cash. So would you suggest that for any future drivers, maybe uh, is that a wise thing to to just hop right into the dash for cash or uh Maybe wait and try the backup race or, or the figure eight race first. If well, my,
2: I, Go ahead, okay. Norm.
4: No, no, well, no. My no, first I, race I did was the dash for cash. And uh, I finished second place. I'd never done the demo races, but I was careful. And the more experience I'm getting, the cockier I'm getting, the more the wrecks aren't scaring me, and the more I'm totally my curves.
2: Yeah. For me, if I could do it over again, I probably would have done the kidney racer or maybe a backup race first. Um, Cause that, that dash for cash was wild. And I started at the back of the field and uh, I, I mean, I was in a cloud of smoke almost instantly with cars already wrecking on the front stretch. So for a rookie driver, I mean, if you just want to go for the experience, I had a goal to do the figure eight race. I really wanted to do that one. Like you norm, like that's a race I've Played video games, doing the figure eight racing, and okay. and watched it on TV. So it's like I got to do that one, and the dash for cash. Um, you know what? That was just figured it would be kind of fun, and it was fun until my van overheated and died. But um, it's it it's it's a hell of a deal. That's all I can pretty much say for it. So,
3: Norm, let's talk about the car counts. You know, you said you started back in 2019 and you look back to 2019 at Speedway Miramichi, we were getting about 20, 25 cars a race, you know, sometimes even less than that. Going into 2020, uh, things exploded. We had 40 in in July and then by September we were at 67 and we stayed right around 60 the rest of the year. How does that change the game when all of a sudden the car count, the number of cars on the, the track has tripled?
4: Well, in my eyes, it goes from skill and experience to uh, a good amount of luck. Where in 2019, I was doing figure eight races with eight cars, and it would end up. Hell, there's a race where I finished second place, and it was Adam Plored, me, and Marc Andre Benoit. That was it. You compare that to you know winning a figure eight with 42 cars, and it. it's ridiculous.
3: Yes, yeah, I think the fans saw quite some shows last year. You know, we, we're not expecting quite that, that 40, 50, 60 mark on Saturday. Mind you, uh, a lot of drivers like to hold their cards close to their chests and not register in advance. So you never know. I wouldn't count it out, but we're expecting somewhere in 20 to 30, which is still a, a wonderful field of cars. But uh, given the snow, given the likelihood of, of a not a 60 car field, uh, still a good field, though, that should really uh, allow us to see who has the best skill when it comes to driving on the snow, who really adapts to it the best early on. Exactly.
4: And that'll have a lot to do with it. Miramichi is pretty notorious for the dirty track and we're kind of
3: used to slipping and sliding, but the ice and snow is going to, it's going to play a huge factor. Absolutely. So let's take a step back now, Norm, um, because I know you're not originally, or you spent some time outside of the Maritimes. Maybe a lot of fans don't know who you are. Uh, Tell us about how you got your start into motorsports, because it's really quite an interesting story.
4: Oh, really? I was uh, I always wanted to do rally, and I saw it come up in Quebec. It's not something we have here in New Brunswick, so I was in Quebec, and I decided to do that in a Tour de and it just I did it uh, for a year, and then the next year I tried it in the summertime. I started in the winter. I tried the summer, and I wasn't a fan of that as much. But uh, no, I love the just the fun part of the winter, the sk- drifting, the skidding. And I'm never, I never grew up around racing. It's not something I was really into, and I just wanted to give it
3: a shot. And I'm kind of an adrenaline junkie. I love to have that blast. So, would you say that, given your know, your experience with rally cars and now in demolitions, would, that you would have basically no fear? I'm pretty fearless when it comes to driving, unlike my passengers. Uh, no, I've always, I love going fast. So you mentioned passengers. Uh, you, you alluded that your win came in the pumpkin race before. You had your passenger in the back seat for that. Uh, you know, what did the passenger think of that race?
4: Well, she was going to sit in the front seat. And of course, my battery strapped to the front seat. So we didn't think that one through. And I didn't take the back seat out of that car, which is weird. It's the only car I've never taken the back seat out. So we said, screw it. And uh, she was a soldier. She went through it. I think she said she had a sore neck afterwards from all the whipping going around drifting. And I didn't hit anybody in that race. Luckily. <laughs> you
3: know, we considered maybe doing a, an egg race similar to a, 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 you know, a pumpkin race, but uh, we figured given the situation with COVID and whatnot, probably best to uh, give it a, a few more months before we put passengers in the cars. But uh, that's always a fun race. because It really, it gives people who typically aren't behind the wheel driving, a chance to get out on the track and really experience just how wild and crazy it gets out there.
4: Exactly. She's done my powder puff races, but I'm uh, given my bad luck in Miramichi. I tell her, stay behind, go slow. If somebody goes to touch you, get the hell off the track. <laughs> I
3: want my car. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Dylan, you had the opportunity to uh, be a passenger in, in a race, not in Miramichi, but at Sydney. Oh, yeah. What happened there? Why, why didn't you take advantage of it?
2: Well, because uh, – well, number one, look at the price of gas. It's, it, Sydney is not – That wasn't not, an excuse for me, though. It, th- th- you Did you got to lift with Greg Dow, though, probably? Anyway, yeah, I wasn't
1: driving with Craig Langell, so leave that out of there. Or er, Craig uh, <laughs> McCase, so leave that out of there.
2: No, I uh, – if Sydney was closer, I would definitely think about it. But th- th- the problem, too, is, like, I, I just – I'd rather be in control of the wheel than be a passenger – like even sometimes when I'm driving with a girlfriend, I hope she's not listening to me. But she flies around sometimes, and I'm holding on to the, the holding on to the thing a little bit because she's flying around. So I'd rather be behind the wheel. So to be a passenger in a, a pumpkin race, so. It could, can I get this under sh- straightened? You're throwing pumpkins? Like, did I miss the memo on that? Like, people are throwing
4: <laughs> stuff at each other? They are. You're not supposed to, but they were.
2: Okay. Yeah. I was wondering about that. And then, like, with eggs, like, what are you do you going to Egg your opponent and throw them at the driver or something there, Denver? It's all part of the fun, you know? It, it's
3: <laughs> The prize is supposed to be for whoever does the best job decorating, which is supposed to be the passenger's job. But yeah. uh, we saw... We did the staff race last year and it wasn't even a pumpkin race, but I still got a pumpkin thrown at the windshield in the staff race. And uh, so apologies <laughs> to uh, Robert Lugier because his car had a all smashed right. windshield after that staff race. But, but you uh, still won. I still won and we still brought home the checkered flag. So that's all that matters, allegedly. Um, and, and I hope Doug's watching because I, I wonder if he's still bitter about that one. But uh, moving on, uh, we'll we'll forget about that. But uh, Norm, I want to ask you this question now. Uh, Let's say that you don't have a car for one race and we do a race where it's a passenger involved, whether it be a a bag race, a pumpkin race. Is there any driver that you would not get in the car with? Mikey. (laughs) So we have him on the show later. So why would you not get in a car with Mikey? You just got to look at Mikey. The guy... I
4: love him to death. He's one of my best
3: friends, but he's a psycho. <laughs> we saw him out there uh, doing some uh, jumps through the air. Doing Mikey's last year, his record at Speedway Miramichi, he either wrecked out in the dash for cash or he went through the air or jumped in the figure eight race. That, that was his record. Mind you, he always seemed to find another car. Um, people maybe don't want to get in with him, but they would certainly give him their car. They want the show. They want the show. Exactly. Uh, speaking of that, uh, you know, you talk about the show. We saw lots of fans at the track last year. What's it mean to be putting on a show in front of all those fans? Oh, it's a blast. And, uh, you know, I
4: started an Instagram page for my race team. And I've been getting messages from people, mostly about my cars, because I go all out when it comes to decorating my cars, as long as I have the time. And it's nice to hear, you know, oh my kids love seeing the the bumblebee car or whatever it was and and just... The outpouring of people at these shows it's ridiculous because I do Shediac as well and I love the track in Shediac but there's you know 20 fans on any given day as opposed to hundreds and people getting turned away at the gate it's it's
3: awesome so you know we see typically just Machine and Shediac that do demos sometimes PEI does them sometimes Sydney does them but is there any other track on your bucket list in, in Atlantic Canada outside of Miramichi and Shediac that you would like to hit, whether it be for a demo or something else, that you would like to be a part of the action for?
4: Well, I've got my calendar planned out this season as long as COVID allows it. There's going to be two derbies in Petty that I definitely want to do because it's on the pave. There's going to be traction and some big hits. I'm looking forward to that. Oyster Bed, I've heard a lot of great things. I'm looking
3: forward to there. And I want to hit Sydney for sure. I think with Petty, you got those high banks there. That really makes Mm -hmm. it fun. That's
4: why I want to do it.
3: Yeah. Miramichi's got a little bit of banking, uh, especially in one and two, not so much in three and four, you know, there's not a whole lot at the center for speed, but petty, those high banks, uh, I can only imagine in a demo car that that would be wild, especially if you get a uh, turn going into quarter entry.
4: Exactly. Plus you got the, uh, the hills where
3: the poles are. And I'm thinking, I think we're doing an 80
4: lap full contact Enduro, if I remember correct, oh. it's like, you know, for sure. Mikey's hit one of those
3: hills. Absolutely. Thank God we don't, you know, we put a mud pit in the infield in Miramichi and he hit it. Uh, exactly. so those those light hills are are pretty close to the track on the backstretch. So without a doubt, he will find a way to hit those. Uh, if he doesn't get put into it, he's hitting it on purpose. I know it. I guarantee it. So fans should go to Petty Raceway's website and mark their calendars now because they're going to see a show in Miramichi. They're going to see some shows in Chediak, and it sounds like Petty. Uh, very unique for a demo track. That's going to be something to watch. Hey, Denver. What's up, Tim? I I, I think Dylan can
1: agree with this. I would love to see Norm line up side by side with Donald Campbell in Sydney. Oh, God.
3: What do you think of that? That would be wild. Now, I don't think Norm would know who we're talking about, but that would be something that uh, when you meet Donald Campbell, which I haven't yet, but he said he wanted to make the trip to Miramichi, but the border situation doesn't allow that. That would be a show.
2: Dude, dude's got giant cojones on the track. I'll it, just say that.
1: It's one of those things, though, when you go to, it doesn't matter if you're going to a stock car race or a demo or whatever the case may be, there's always that one or two names that you kind of circle it as the, the the drivers to beat every time you go there. Uh, when it comes to demolition in, in Sydney, Donald Campbell's up there. Mentioned Petty. Uh, Terry Nelson's going to be up there. Uh, he's going to be in Toro, I'm sure, if they have a derby this year. I know the exhibition got canceled. Uh, but I know that Andrew and them are looking at a derby. So uh, social's been kind of quiet. I uh, want to say hello to Jay Scary. He's tuned in. Brian Acker, uh, Chris Dingham. Uh, there's a couple of others that are tuned in. If you're on social media, you're on Facebook, give us a like. Let us know you're tuned in. Clifford Bigger is is watching as well, Uh driver from Speedway 660 uh so give us a like I'm bored over here uh so give me something to do uh but we did have one question come in from Brittany Hoyt who's a part of our crew Norm you kind of already answered it so I'm going to pitch it like this Brittany apparently is going to be in Machine on Saturday she says she's looking for a powder puff car. just do not tell her mother does and- Joseph know that well joseph does now surprise uh but she's looking for a powder puff car so if there's anybody out there that has an extra car she finished i think 12th or so or 11th or something uh in the spooktacular and she almost got lapped by sam Jardine, and who's going to come up a little bit later on so i'm sure we'll talk about that later on but she's looking for one so if you're out there you're watching us on the uh the miramichi page and you have a, a car for the powder puff uh, let Brittany Hoyt know. Uh, but yeah, drop us a question, comment. Uh, I'm bored over here. Give me something to do, boys. Uh, it won't,
2: it, she, she doesn't want a van, remember? Oh yeah, nope. oh, yeah.
1: She's very particular. She doesn't want a van because it tips over easily, because we were going to put her in, in the, the Dylan mobile.
2: Yeah, that was that was the plan until uh, it wouldn't start, and then uh, they, and then she just sheepishly walked away and said, oh, "I'm not going to race today. No, I'm good."
1: Yeah, yeah. She was well. Yeah. She was afraid. I, who whose car was she driving back in October? Denver was
2: Dakotas.
3: It?
1: Yeah, and she was afraid to go over and even ask him, "Can I drive the car?" Even though it was yes. already arranged on social. So, yeah. uh, maybe maybe she can get some encouragement or something here tonight. But regardless, she's going to be there on Saturday. I've seen her drive on dry pavement. I can't wait to to see or hear what happens on saturday when she drives in the wet and on the ice so it is it is what it is Uh, you guys you guys carry on i'm having i'm having fun listening
3: to you guys this has been a great
1: conversation so far (laughs)
2: Mm.
3: well let's keep going norm we're looking ahead so we got the Easter Bunny bash but then after that we have a full season of racing what is your uh on the demo side of things at speedway miramichi or even i heard rumors you might be looking at a bomber car or something but what are your plans for 2021 beyond saturday I'm definitely looking to build a bomber now that uh, Shidiak and Miramichi have joined the rules together
4: and I can jump because I'm the uh, third in points last year in Shidiac for the bomber. And I was drawing my uh, derby cars as a bomber. So I would bomber them Saturday and derby them Sunday kind of deal. But um, there's some really good events lined up this year. I know you guys in Miramichi were doing the trailer figure eight. Yes. Which you have no idea how stoked I am for that. It's going to be a blast. I got the trailer. I got the van. I'm looking forward to it. Shadyac's going to have a long jump competition. So it's going to be a fight between me and Mikey. Uh, who's got the biggest cojones? Who's going to go airborne?
2: You, you two trying to die or something this summer?
4: I think it's kind of a goal. Who's going to, <laughs> I'm older
3: than Mikey, but who's going to die first? Oh, dear. <laughs> um, so let's talk. You know, we do a season-long points championship for demo um, and we also do the bomber points championship. What do you, do you race with points in your mind? Is that something that you chase as a championship or are you just out there to have fun and try to pick up checkered flags? And my first season
4: was all fun. And, uh, you know, I missed three events and I finished seventh in points. So I was like, wow, like I'm top 10 missing events and I'm new to this. So last year I was going and wanting the points and luckily, unluckily, I guess I fell short, I believe 12th
3: in points. So this year, I'm definitely aiming for top five. Well, 12th is still not bad considering there was 120 registered drivers. Exactly. And that <laughs> I got the picture up here somewhere as a list of the names. And I'm like, you know, if you unfold it
4: out of the frame, you see there's a lot of cars.
3: I'm not that bad. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. If you were in the top 20 last year, you were doing good given the circumstances. Exactly. Um uh, Well, yeah, definitely a lot of big events planned. That figure eight trailer race is going to be wild. Uh, You know, you you said how excited you are for that, but uh, can you imagine Mikey with a trailer hooked on to the back? (laughs) Mikey will probably pull the trailer with his bare hands if he doesn't have a car to do it. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. That will be fun. You might want to, if you're watching, uh, mark that on your calendars. I don't think it's ever been done before in the Maritimes. Saturday, June 19th, the figure eight trailer race is part of the Day of Eights at Speedway Miramichi. We're here with Norm Ravishaw. We're, we're coming on to the end of the interview, but uh, there's still time. Like Tim said, keep Tim busy. Shoot some questions to Norm. Uh, you know, he's... We, uh, oh, we, we have Riley
1: Harris watching. Uh, Riley is big when it comes to, to demolition and bomber and and all the, uh, all the fun stuff up in Merriman. She's want to say hello to Riley. He's been a guest on our our live show at the racetrack, and we've, we've been there. Uh, and Jay Scary said that the border's open to Nova Scotia. I was going to get a Magnum for this weekend, maybe for the summer, will correct jay the border is open ian rankin has our border open it's just the other border that's not open so you'd have to isolate for 14 mm-hmm. days and the last time i checked that shows in three days three and 14 doesn't really match up um but yeah, so there's, maybe he can get one in Nova Scotia, take it to like a Terry Nelson or Kevin Grant, get it done up and, you know, maybe go to a Sydney or, or go down here. Cause I'd love to see some of the, and that's really what we don't see a whole lot of. I, I know Bob McDonald from Picto used to go up and do a lot of stuff in Shediac and do a lot of stuff uh, in New Brunswick, but we haven't really seen a whole lot of drivers go back and forth. So uh, Norm, when you, when you, you mentioned the the Sydney and, and Petty and a couple of others, I kind of like that idea. There's a little bit, we we see it in the stock car stuff where there's a little bit of a, a border war or or some of that that you know track by track stuff i i, I like the idea of what you what you're talking about
4: oh for sure and it's all it's all about the fun i love the racing so if i can do it as many weekends as i can out of the season i'm going to travel as far as i need to travel
1: um, well, one question from jay scary how much are we going to pay to see mikey hit the mud pit in the figure eight trailer race now he's going to come on later but norm if that was to you how much would you need to uh throw your your trailer in the mud pit during the figure eight
4: well i'll tell you if i see i'm falling behind i'm totally in my car <laughs> i i had a bomber race in Shidiac last year where uh i think I, I put way too much oil in my car so my car was dying and i always have a gopro in my passenger seat i looked at i said if i don't make it to the last lap in full speed i'm hitting the wall and that's kind of what i'm aiming for with the trailer race too if i see i'm getting taken out my goal is to flip a car. I haven't flipped a car yet. So I've tried. I've taken turns at 100 kilometers an hour in the minivans. And I just,
3: I can't flip. Somebody's oh. got to flip me. Those poles of Petty are going to be a prime opportunity this summer. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Even Shittiak, they have that big dirt jump. And I
4: told myself I was going to hit it. I think I did three turns and my van overheated. Oh.
3: <laughs> well, Norm, I know you got to get going here soon. So we're going to wind this up. Uh, but let's let's go with uh, who do you have to thank for making this possible for you? You know, you're competing all summer long. Um, who makes it happen, whether it be sponsors, family, friends, uh, whatever, fans, who makes it happen for car number 666?
4: Well, my sponsor, definitely. I got to, I
3: shirt myself printing my buddy
4: Randy. He's an amazing guy. and He's been helping me out. And you guys at Miramichi, you've been so welcoming to us coming from down south in Brunswick and- it's always a blast. I go there. They know my name at the gate. They know who I am, and I always feel welcome in machine Other than that, I got my buddy Remiru said who I get my cars from. Not Remiru says, sorry, Savoie, Who I get my cars from. It's actually his birthday today, so happy birthday, buddy. And just other than that, the fans. The fans are the reason we go there and literally put our lives on the line. <laughs> Definitely our backs. It's hard to get up for a few days
2: after. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, Norm, we're going to give you the final word for your interview. Uh, Easter Bunny Bash coming up this Saturday, the first ever winter demolition at Speedway Miramichi. Why should the fans uh, plan to be there? And uh, why should they cheer for you? Uh, give us the final word uh, heading into the Easter Bunny Bash.
4: Well, I came off a really, really good last show in October in Miramichi. And I'm feeling that momentum for this first show. And like I said, it's a historic event. It's the first winter event in Miramichi and I want my name to be etched stone at that event.
3: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this, Norm. I know you got to get going, but we appreciate you uh, rearranging your schedule to be on here tonight. We will see you this weekend. Best of luck. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. Thanks a lot, buddy. We'll see you Saturday. That is Norm Robshaw, driver of car number 666. And you will see him at the Easter Bunny Bash this weekend. And now we have another guest joining us. This driver, uh, came off a strong year in 2020 really impressed everybody third place and final points out of 120 cars roughly as we said Uh, the winner of four powder puff races picked up a podium finish at the day of eights its driver of car number 12 no stranger to tim's corner motorsports sam jardine sam welcome to the virtual edition of tim's corner live
5: hi denny hi everybody
3: So Sam, we have some video here on the screen. Uh, Now we're going to start with this. uh, I don't know. I believe that might be the race. You won a powder puff race last year with a broken arm.
5: I did a broken elbow,
3: broken elbow. So how did you pull that one off to, you know, we had 20 some cars in the powder puff races. How did you manage to, first of all, break your arm, but then win a race with a broken arm?
5: honestly it was like two weekends before too i think um it was a fluke it was a complete fluke it was my little cousin's birthday we were down at the howard johnson at the pool i slipped i fell on my elbow i demolished it there's a plate in there there's seven screws in there now so like i did a pretty good number on it um i went to the hospital i think like two days before that demo and he took the cast off and he was like yeah so just be careful or whatever here where the where whatever but like i'm taking the cast off and i was like I don't have to wear a cast anymore and he was like no and I was like okay knowing the demo was coming and I was like I, I had a car planned already and I was like man okay well I'm gonna try it anyway but I like you see, seen I bubble wrapped my arm I bubble wrapped my car <laughs> the only races I did was the powder puff race and the I think I might have did the figure eight actually but I just kind of stayed back I didn't get into the action too much but then I gave that car to Mikey I think in the demo so
3: That was definitely fun, and that was definitely wild. You know, uh, one-handed bandit, that's uh, the name that John François Bass, the two-time champion, has, but uh, I think you tried to take the title from him that day.
5: I did. I planned on taking it easy, honestly. Usually, like, um, usually the girls races, we take them pretty slow, and we just kind of have a good time, but Georgia come along out of nowhere and passed me, and I was like, well, well, I don't like that, (laughs) so... (laughs) I had to actually try and give it a little bit, but it wasn't too bad, and my arm wasn't sore after, so I think I was successful there. Everything was okay. All
3: right, so let's get down to business. Easter Bunny Bash this week in the first ever winter demolition. You are registered to be part of this show. What do you expect? We've never raced on snow, ice, mud, whatever the conditions are going to be. We haven't done it in this before in the month of March, even in the wintertime. What are you expecting on Saturday?
5: Honestly, I'm not really sure. I went, I went home last weekend to pick up my car. Well, actually just to see my car. It was buried under at least five feet of snow. So I've never seen it. I don't know what's on it for tires even. Like I know it's an Impala and I know it runs. So I mean, at least I got that. I think it's going to be a wicked time. I'm hoping that there's going to be you said like 20 to 30 cars. So I mean, that's not bad. I think, I think it's going to be fun. It's definitely going to be different, maybe a little bit more dangerous than usual, but we'll just have to keep our heads up and hope for the best anyway. You
3: mentioned the snow. So let, let's, to give a picture for the people who maybe aren't from northern New Brunswick. And, you know, I, I'm in Fredericton. I know you're in Moncton. There's not a whole lot of snow in those places. I know Dylan is down in Nova Scotia, <laughs> Dylan and Tim. Uh, there's not a whole lot of snow throughout the Maritimes. But no. I was at the track last weekend to prepare for the Easter Bunny Bash. And there was at least four, if not five feet of snow. So for everyone that thinks this was an easy winter, you're not from Miramichi.
5: No, up north too. I got my best friend lives in Bathurst. I was there a lot this winter and same thing. They're still sledding and everything. And I'm like, man, you drive down to Moncton. My, I don't have any snow in my yard right now. Halifax, you, I don't think they even no, have the snow in this year. So, I mean, yeah. like, it's pretty wild to think that there's still that much snow in Miramache. We,
2: we, could, we, we could race at Scotia Speed World and it would be like a normal day, pretty much.
5: Exactly. Like, that's sick.
2: <laughs> yeah. And there. Was, uh, let me tell you,
3: it was a, a tall task, a tall order to get the grandstands and everything shoveled out. And I know Barry's been hard at work all week preparing the facility and, and now... The forecast for this weekend is looking wild. Uh, we really have no idea what to expect, but that's all part of it. Whatever the challenges that get thrown, you guys are the best demo drivers in the world. So whatever gets thrown at you, you're going to adapt and deal with it.
5: Yeah, I'm not one bit worried. Honestly, the weather changes about every half hour you check. Like now, right now, if you check now, it says about five centimeters of snow and it's just in the morning. So if we get that out of the way, we come in, I think it'll be all right. But we'll have to see.
3: <laughs> all right. So I know we got you a little bit stressed there. We have a bit of a bombshell. <laughs> um, and I don't know how many people know about this. I think Tim knows about it. Dylan, I don't think you know about this. Um, but you won almost every powder puff race you were in last year. You lost a couple, uh, I you know, I think there was one, you lost to Amber straight up and one that you broke. Um, but anyways, we got an anonymous message this week through Speedway Machine, And I, I guess you could call it a challenge. Uh, they said they don't think you could win the powder puff if you had to start dead last. So they're challenging you to start dead last this weekend in the snow, ice, and mud. We can try it. The front.
5: It's I'm 10 in. laps.
3: There's lots of time. That
5: is a lot of, is that why we're doing that though? Is, is that to give me a chance? Because that's a lot of
3: laps. <laughs> <laughs> well, ten, 10 laps is the new norm because the powder puff race was oh, is it? phenomenal. Oh, God. That's, that's, we, they taught all this talk about a new normal, the powder puff race being 10 laps. I think that's a new normal at Speedway Machine. We got some news coming down the pipeline in the weeks to come regarding the powder puff. But we'll, we'll let people sit and think about that for a while. But uh, 10 laps, you're up for the challenge to start dead last on Saturday. I'll give Good. her a go. So that's going to be no a I have no reason show.
5: not to. Why not?
3: So we, we have a show. So if, if there was any reason that you were thinking not to attend, this is one to attend. Sam Jardine, third place in points, winner of four powder puff races last year. She's going to start shotgun in the field. It, it's official. We're live on <laughs> Tim's Corner Live. Everyone's heard it now. So there's no going back. Sam is going to After start them. at the back of the field.
5: All right. We need to go. Do we have many numbers for girls Do we think?
3: Uh, well, it's hard to say. It's it's early. Tell but, Brittany uh, I'll
5: find her a car, too. Uh, I can make that happen.
3: So are you you lapped Brittany last year. So is it going to be a problem <laughs> to pass her on the way through the field?
5: I'm, she's pretty quick, man. She knows how to handle a car. I'm, honestly, this might be a little tough. I'm just hoping I have decent tires, especially if it's slippery. I'm just hoping. I i don't know. We'll have to see, I guess.
2: Uh, tr- 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 go ahead, everyone.
1: Uh, Denver, your aunt is listening. Oh, she's hi, like Chris. You know. I got- she She is watching. She heard the comment earlier about Brittany may or may not be able to race. Brittany told me she's 22
3: and makes her own decisions. Well, listen, that's between Krista and Brittany. We'll leave it at that.
1: That we're, We are here to stir the pot. I don't have my spoon. I'm not on camera.
3: So so we
1: can do that. But uh, yeah, just just throwing that out there. And Jay Scary says your new name is Sam Bubble Wrap Jardy. I like that.
2: There you go. That's a cool name.
1: Are you going to bring brother. Bubble Wrap anyway? Just 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 a little You know what? I probably should. I you probably,
5: probably should. should. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see if I can pick some up somewhere.
1: Again, we're live and interactive. So if you have a question for for Sam, drop it in the comments. Uh, give us a like. Give us a share. Let us know that you're watching. Get your name read right out here. And uh, we're previewing this weekend. Uh, this is going to be wild. Boys, uh, get back at it.
2: Sam, traditionally, do you like to start towards the front in your powder puff races or if you're racing at any of the demo races?
5: Honestly, just for the powder puff race. I'm not I'm not there for points like finishing third last year that was really cool I like that's not what I'm there for I like doing the powder puff race with the girls it usually just works out because I don't usually do the cash for cash because they're crazy so I usually just end up lining my car up there first and then everybody else lines up behind us and we had an unreal summer last year with the girls races I it was amazing even to see younger people get into it as well it wasn't just like the normal like there's usually five or six of us but like it was amazing
3: Hopefully we see a good field of at least, you know, double digits, 10 to 12 plus on Saturday for the Powder Puff race. That'll really make it fun with you starting at the back.
5: Yeah, no, that would be sick. It'd be something to see.
3: So when we were talking to Norm earlier, Norm has some experience racing in the snow. Uh, do you have any experience or, or other than maybe driving down the 126 to Moncton in the snow? That what would do you be expecting? about it.
5: Like, I mean, living in Miramichi over the winters, usually that's about it. I take my car anywhere though, so I mean I'm not scared of any amount of snow, but
3: I'll ask you this: uh, it just
5: it's definitely going to make this beat, I think.
3: Oh yeah. So I have a question for you. Um, we all know Jonathan Dixon likes to drift. If there's snow on the track, how much is Jonathan Dixon going to be drifting?
5: Oh, I couldn't even imagine. He's been posting videos all week. Like he is, he's excited. I think I've been talking to him a bit a few weeks ago. I think it's going to be a pretty good time.
3: So. Let's take a step back for the fans who don't know Sam Jardine. How long ago did you get your start in in demolitions?
5: Um, My first, I've been, I raced a few times when I was younger. I've never had my own car. Um, I used to do the figure, uh, well, I did a few of the powder puff races and I did a figure eight when I was younger too. But then on 2017 was the first year I put in a, a van as well an old uh, Chevy. I do believe it was a van. Yeah. And, uh,
3: like Dylan started. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
5: Yes. they start big.
2: <laughs> That's right.
5: But uh, I did that one and I absolutely fell in love. And then 2018 was just a busy year. I didn't get out as much as I wanted to. I think I only did two that summer of my own. Um, and then, but last year I didn't miss one. I had six cars last year. We went through the whole year and it was absolutely amazing.
3: So 2021, I think in total, counting the winter one, we got eight demolitions lined up. Are you going to make all eight this year?
5: Honestly, I would love to say I am, but I'm graduating in June. I'm taking, I'm, done, I'm done college in June. Uh, I started applying for jobs, and none of them are near New Brunswick. <laughs> My field of study is not somewhere that's going to keep me close to home. I don't think. So I'm hoping maybe if it's at least some ship work, you know, weeks on, weeks off, maybe I'll get lucky and end up here every once in a while, but. A full season doesn't look promising for me.
3: But you said so you graduate in June. Uh, that gives you the opportunity that to be in the field for the figure eight trailer race of the day of eights.
5: I I didn't even know about that. Again, I'm not on Facebook anymore. Nobody <laughs> told me about that. You, you extinguished <laughs> really? your
3: Facebook account.
5: <laughs> yeah, I did. Honestly, it's it's gone. I just don't use it as much. Um, but yeah, when Norm mentioned that, I was like, oh, okay. Are we doing that? Because I mean, that's going to be unreal. So I'm hoping I am still still around for that. Uh, we never... are doing that.
3: What's up, Tim? Uh, you mentioned the buzzword, Paul. Roll oh, oh, here we go. Sam, I don't know if you have the video up, but uh, we mentioned. I'm about,
5: watching it on Facebook.
3: Yeah, extinguished. <laughs> uh, take us back. This is the Halloween spooktacular, October twenty fourth, twenty twenty. What happened here?
5: We'll see. I uh, I didn't plan on. My car gave out on what I think the pumpkin race. I hit a chunk of something on the track. My transmission line went. My car was probably closed. a pumpkin. No, it wasn't Pumpkin, it was something hurt because it, it was, I, I seen it last minute, because I was talking to my friend who was in my car with me, I ran it over, and I heard the noise, and I went, oh, that, that wasn't good, but uh, yeah, so we, I completely ran that over, and then, so I was out, and then I didn't plan on racing the rest of the day, so I just hung out, and talked to everybody and such, and then Dylan Story ended up having two cars that day, and he come to me, like, I mean, maybe 10 minutes before the demo, and he's like, do you want to draw my other car? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> So I jumped in his car last minute. We went out the track. Um, I think the person who hit me was Matt. I'm pretty sure it was Matt. Uh, So, yeah, he and then he caught on fire. There's a lot of fires that day. There was like, I think there was a trucker in front of us on fire, too. And then anyway, but he, I tried to jump out and help, but I wasn't very helpful.
2: You were so not, you were so nonchalant just walking around the car that was on fire. (laughs) I just watched the video. I mean, yeah. did you know that something was wrong right away when you hit whatever? And you're like, I, I got to get back out of here.
5: Honestly, I didn't realize right away. Um, Cause like when Matt hit me, he didn't know it was me. So he said, sorry. But then he noticed the fire and he's like, Sam, get out. There's a fire. And I was like, where? <laughs> so I like slowly climbed out. And by the time I realized that I know that I had a fire signature, I didn't know where it was because it wasn't my car. It was in the backseat. And then uh, it was too late. Doug, Dougie had it under control. They didn't need me. Dougie <laughs> was there. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, Doug had it under control until he got to Riley's car.
5: <laughs> there, there was no controlling that. That wasn't our fault.
3: <laughs> yes. There, there was nothing at that point. It was far, too far gone for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we talked, there's some preliminary races. Obviously, you're going to be part of the powder puff. Uh, there's the dash for cash, the backup race, the bump to pass. You need to run two to qualify for the big purse for the big show. What else are you looking at? Are you going to do one of the other ones? Or are you going to do more than one?
5: Um, I'm going to do all of them, but the Dash for Cash. Um, I, yeah, the Dash for Cash. I mean, if there's not many people, I might do it just for just for fun. Just to get, just to actually, to get a feel of the car. Honestly, this time we might just park at the back and see how the car runs. And then we'll see. Don't I'm you like the a challenge?
2: Don't you feel like oh, a man, challenge? They're crazy. Though?
5: Did you see the ones last year? They just all went out. The first 10 cars were screwed. There was yeah. nobody who made it out of them. Half of them. <laughs> That's what we yeah, lost it's... most of our cars last year.
3: <laughs> we lost a lot of cars in a lot of ways.
5: <laughs> well, but the dash for cash, I like I couldn't imagine going out there and everybody just giving her the like giving her the gears right around the first turn. And like ten of them are <laughs> <laughs> <Dylan. laughs>
3: So we're learning here, Dylan, that uh when you make your return, which it will happen, <laughs> we're we're gonna work on a date, uh but maybe avoid the dash for cash.
2: Heck no, I'm doing, that. I'm doing, doing that. that sucker again.
3: Listen, in October, uh, I was Trenton Siliker stood up at the driver's meeting and said, it's $20 to enter. What does everyone think? And everyone agreed. So it, it paid like 800 bucks to I win. I was going to say, pass. man,
5: that's wild. <laughs>
3: that, that was pretty wild. Um, so Sam, you, you've said you've been around for a while. You've run for a couple of years. But uh, you know, we said with Norm back in 2018, 2019, we were you know, around 18, 20, maybe 25 cars a race. This year, it picks up in July, we're at 40, and then it picks up again in September, we're at 67, pushing 70. Uh, how crazy was it to go from, you know, 20 cars to triple that in over 60 cars?
5: Honestly, it was unbelievable. Like the more, I don't know what it was last summer, why everybody was getting into it, but I'm not complaining, that's for sure, because it was, it was just crazy. Every time we went, there's people like have never even seen before. Like it was just, I don't know where all the people were coming from, but they weren't stopping and it was amazing.
3: Absolutely. It sure was. Now, uh, last year, one of your, your big highlights outside of the powder puff race came at the Day of Eights. Uh, you weren't in your car. Your car <laughs> produced an even bigger highlight. Uh, it did. <laughs> with, with the guests that we have coming up after you, uh, I don't know if Tim has the video for that lined up. I hope he does when Mikey went sailing through the air in Sam's number 12 car. But while Mikey did that, you took another car and you parked it on the podium.
5: I did. That was amazing as well. Again, Dylan's Storey. Thank you so much. Because like, honestly, it was, I don't remember what Mikey brought that day. I want to say, was that maybe the Rangers? Was that the day I he think brought that the was Rangers? the Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And it didn't end up well for him. And like I said, the boy knows how to put on a show. You can't stop him. So when he comes over and asks you for your care, you give it to him. I'm not one mad knowing he's going to go out there and give it his all, all the time. And then it happened that Dylan seen me give my car to Mikey and Dylan's like, Oh, well, you take mine then. And I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, no, it's fine. So we ended up both getting out there and having an amazing time. And it was, Oh, that was a good demo. That was fun.
3: So we asked the question to Norm earlier. Is there anyone that you wouldn't get in the car with for the bag <laughs> race, the pumpkin race, et cetera, et cetera. And his answer was very quick and very straight to the point, Mikey, uh, is there anyone that you wouldn't get in the car with?
5: honestly at this point if I had to pick like if you told me you have to pick a person it would be Mikey but I would if he asked me to do the bag race with him, I'd do it I'd probably I don't know I think I'd drive I'd let him be the like I don't know if I'd let him be the butt driver actually with me in a bag (laughs) on my head that doesn't sound like safe actually but like any other pumpkin race I would have got in with him for sure like he's just crazy but you gotta learn to accept it (laughs) I think
3: everyone out there is got a little crazy in them um, who else is there out there? You know, we have a lot of drivers entered for this weekend, 20 to 30, a lot of big names on that list. A lot of demo wins. You know, you look at the Riley Harris. Oh, hold up. Uh-oh. Hold up. Trenton Siliker just commented on the Miramichi page, make it $50
1: on Saturday for the Dasher Cash.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That would Not be Not to big stir payday. the pot
1: at all, but Trenton knows what he's talking about because he's been there and done this a couple of times, right?
5: Oh, good God.
3: And Trenton, I don't think Trenton's going to be here Saturday, unfortunately, but... Even it's, even better. It's not his money. This winning car <laughs> from the Halloween Spooktacular will be there, I am told. I saw yeah. the pictures today. I uh, also want to say hello to uh, our most popular driver, Gary Elliott. He's watching, too. So I want to say hello to Gary. Hello to Gary. Uh, well, we got to get Gary up to Speedway Mirror Machine. Maybe not in a demo card. Not car in time. a demo card. Not dude. in a demo <laughs> <car>. <laughs> But we'll find a street stock or a modified. You know, Gary raced modifieds in Ontario, did he not? Yeah, he did. And I don't know what
1: his his track list is, but he was I, I, I down here years and years ago. I don't know if Miramichi is on his list of tracks that he's actually been to yet and raced at yet. But if not, that'd be one to, to strike off the bucket list. So Absolutely. I want to say hello to Gary, our most popular driver, Canada's Iron Man. So uh, I saw that he's watching there, gave us a like. So give us a like, give us a uh, comment question down below for Sam. Uh, we've thrown everything at her. Well, we've even thrown fire extinguishers at her. Wait, oh wait, wrong track. Um but yeah, uh give us a question, comment, give us a like, we'll get your name out there.
2: Well Gary knows a thing about running over stuff, Sam. He uh <laughs> he, he, had a, he had a piece of lead go through the hood uh during one of the pro stock races. Oh god. Uh, yeah, that was that was something else. So uh <laughs> you never know what'll fly up on the track, I guess.
5: Fair, I guess.
2: So Sam, let's talk
3: about the demolitions. Typically, you know, there's lots of guys out there. It's always been lots of guys. But in recent years, there's been yourself. Amber Sickles has been out there. Krista Sickles has been out there. A couple other girls have stepped in uh, behind the wheel for a race or two. Why should girls not be afraid to get out there on the track and take part in these demolitions? Because with 60, 70 cars and lots of wrecking out there, it can be intimidating
5: honestly I uh, like looking at it now like I, I every time I think about it, my grandmother she'll get mad when I do these my grandmother's like you're gonna get hurt and I'm like but you know what at least I'm having fun because I don't know I the boys like they see us and like they love when we're out there they're they treat us great most of them are so nice like they don't go out to hurt us they'll hurt each other and then if you know if they need me they'll bother us but like not that I'm saying they take it easy but some of them do like we're not I don't know I always I growing up, I lived at the track. I remember watching Brad McLean race when I was young. Trenton too. I loved watching them in the demos when I was a kid. Like it was hilarious. So I don't know. Just thinking of it, I guess it's. I if you like having fun, you may as well give it a shot. You get pushed around a bit most times. Like I know Norm said he gets sore, but Norm's old, so like I mean that's that's why he gets sore. But like I don't know. So you call old? Yeah. Call hey. Him hey.
2: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on there. Were you body checked on the side in the middle of the figure eight? Because my effing back hurt after that.
5: There's a few. Uh, There's one demo last year. I took a pretty good beating, and I woke up in the morning and I was like, "Oh, I see what they're talking about." But I mean, most of the times it's it's not too too bad. I uh, like I said last year, seeing all the younger girls getting into the girls' race, even like that, was really cool, and I'm hoping they stick to it this summer. But I. I don't see why you wouldn't try it. You have to try it. You can't say you just don't like it. Like, But I, at the same time, I grew up playing hockey. I grew up around boys my whole life. So, I mean, I know how to take a beating regardless. So, I'm not scared of them. And I think that makes a big difference, too. You've got to stay in your room.
2: How cool is it, though, to to see more women get involved in racing? Because we got the handful that do oval racing here in the Maritimes. But it seems like with demolition that that seems to be the one that attracts the ladies I mean that that's pretty cool right
5: oh it's amazing like it's so cool to see the girls race like you said I remember the summer before it'd be like me and Candace if Amber was around she'd be there like there'd be like three or four of us max like so I mean from going from that to 30 to 20 to almost 30 cars like it's you can't describe it like that's pretty cool
3: the first powder puff race I ever flagged there was two cars and that was in 2018 and last year, I think we had twenty four, twenty six, maybe you know, pushing thirty. I think we lost count yeah. sometimes. So really great to see. And if we're keeping track, uh, we're outnumbered for injuries at the pool versus injuries in a demo car.
5: Yeah, exactly. And that's mm-hmm. honestly, that's when I showed up that day, and I had my arm to cast. People were like, "Oh my god, did you do that last demo?" And I'm like, "I went swimming last <laughs> weekend." And I'm, that's yeah. honestly, people wouldn't believe me. They're like, "You do this all summer, and you broke your arm swimming?" And I'm like, "That, yep, that is it." <laughs>
2: Denver, I've got more injuries putting up speakers at Valley Raceway than I did uh, in a demo. I I sliced my forehead open on a piece of uh, fence. And uh, yeah, and uh, with the demo race, I just was a little stiff after. So yeah, if you're unsure about safety, um, you can hurt yourself in many other ways (laughs) in a demo race. Because when I found Sam, and you've raised a lot more than me, and Denver has a little race too, people aren't really out there to try and kill each other. There, it, there's the course hitting and there's gonna be some wild things flying around the track but there's a little bit of respect there too where you're not trying to intentionally injure someone as well
5: you showed up and nobody nobody hated you nobody had a reason to hate you you were just a great guy showed up having some fun for others there's some heat that becomes a problem okay. where they do go to kill each other okay i, I stand corrected
3: <laughs> i stand. see Sam, i thought <laughs> what happens at the mcdonald's parking lot stays at the mcdonald's parking lot
5: exactly
2: <laughs> see, see sam i thought there would be an arrow a, a, a target on me because i <laughs> said gonna... Yo, i'm I'm an announcer i'm gonna race for the first time i'm from no i think i was the only nova scotian to race that at the, the very best fall shootout so i figured oh there's gonna be a giant target on my behind but uh so okay so then i guess there can be some,
5: some oh yeah it can't. Even last summer there's a lot of drama on facebook it got heated and they settled it at the track everything was fine um, it happens where, like, there's a lot of shit talking before the gate before the races, and everybody's kind of getting each other's face, but then they go out, and we have just as much fun. So, I mean, so, if anything, it just kind of, I don't know, it makes it more fun, I guess.
2: So it's like a hockey fight. You, you can yap, 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 and then you drop the gloves, and it's all good after, right? <laughs> and
5: then you hug, and then you're fine.
3: Uh, good. Speaking of drivers that maybe, uh, don't get that respect, uh, Sam, and, and this is one of those things where if you know, you know, but, uh, maybe Taz?
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, him.
3: Yeah. Um, I think they're still he,
5: talking about him on Facebook, Mikey they're, said. Uh, they're still so, I talking mean, about him. I don't know. I think he disappeared. I think we scared him good the last time. I don't think he has a reason to come back. If he does, I think he'd be awfully brave. And I don't think he'd make it out of the first race.
3: <laughs> That's all part of the fun. It's all about survival. That's <laughs> what the demolitions are about, is, is surviving.
5: <laughs> it's, I guess, yeah. Yeah.
2: Speaking of that, though, I mean, I'm looking at the schedule, Denver and Sam, especially for you. I mean, the back end with the demo, I mean, you've got 50 laps you got to survive before we go into the actual demo part. So what, what's your strategy with that? It, it's not like any of the other demos that, that I've really seen there where you, you got to survive the enduro and then there's a lot of laps added in there.
5: Honestly, where I'm at, as uh, I, I usually just stay at everybody's way. I'm usually just, I kind of stay to the side. They usually go around me every once in a while. I'll, push, I'll come in and push somebody around, but I'll get right back out of the way. Because they, I don't know, but that's, it's a long, 50 laps is a lot. So, I mean, you just kind of, halfway through, you get bored anyway. Like, is it the top so many cars that we have to do 50 laps?
3: Uh, I think we're doing 50 laps. We're still trying to finalize details. I know there's been some questions. I have to talk to Barry about how it's exactly going to yeah, work. Yeah, because usually it's it was like the show.
5: top like 10 or 15 or whatever who's left, and then we do a demo. But, I mean, if it's the it's whole 50 the laps, that might be a little different. I, you
3: know, I think it, it's it, we want to put on a show. Fifty laps is about survival. You know, we haven't oh, yeah. we we've tried an enduro before and it got way too dusty and oh. we had oh, to shut yeah. that down oh. all of the way too fast.
5: Yeah, so I remember that.
3: Hopefully, you know, I know a lot of guys are saying it, it, there could be some snow on the track. There'll be some mud in the infield. There's not going to be any worries about dust. they will be a little slower. What a perfect opportunity to go out and log some laps and have some fun.
5: Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. It's going to be cool. It's always, it is, it's a survival game at that point though. I mean, everybody's coming around and you just don't know, especially if it's snowy. Oh, I couldn't imagine everybody slipping and sliding everywhere. So it'll be cool.
3: So Sam, let's talk, you know, you said how you grew up watching the likes of Trenton Siliker, the likes of Brad McLean, you know, I'm only a few years younger than you. So I grew up watching all these guys too. You throw in uh, Kevin Tucker, you throw in Adam Plourd, you throw in all those guys, Bruce Hashie is another one, Robert Legere. Oh, um, Robert,
5: yeah.
3: A lot of them, well, not all of them, but, some of them you still see out there. You, you look back to the Spooktacular last year, and the final four for that included, you know, Kevin Tucker, Matthew Sullivan, Trenton Siliker, and, and Adam Floyd. Yeah. What's it mean to be out there competing with these guys that you grew up watching?
5: Oh, even, like, Adam. I know him a little bit, honestly, because Dixley. Adam eats at Dixley a lot. Uh, <laughs> but, um, like, and being out there with him now is hilarious because, like, every time I see him, he's like, I'm getting too old for this. I'm I'm done. I'm done. And then the next race, I see him out there and I'm like, I thought you were done. And he's like, you can't outgrow it. <laughs> Kevin said the same thing. I was talking to him earlier last summer. He's like, no, I'm done. You won't catch me in a demo car anymore. There he is. <laughs> like, it's, it's so funny. And I think it's amazing that they're still doing it. Like, I think that's pretty cool.
3: Absolutely. But we're also seeing this youth movement. And I think there was more kids under the age of 25 in the top 20 in points last year than what there was over 25. So that says a lot about how this sport is growing that, Yes, we still see these guys who are, are legends of the sport competing, but the kids like yourself, uh, like the Alex McIntosh's, like the Jacob Smiths, like the Zach LaHouliets that grew up watching these guys, they're out there competing with them now too.
5: Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Like last summer, I like Lex. Oh, I love him. He's such a good kid and racing with him is always a good time. He'll too, both of them, Zach and his little brother, Jonah. Even Lex's little brother, Riley, for him to come out win the demo, like it was, last summer was absolutely amazing. And actually, Zach is going to run my car in a race, on think, on Saturday. If he's there, I'm going to let him do one because he couldn't get a car. So we'll see him there anyway.
3: We won't put Zach to the back.
5: <laughs> okay, perfect.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we, we put this question to Norm earlier. We said, you know, really the only, in New Brunswick... Machine and Shediak are the only tracks that, that do demos consistently. I know Petty has got some things lined up this year. Oysterbed Speedway and PEI does one or two. Uh, Sydney Speedway is looking at a couple. Is there any tracks, even tracks like maybe a Speedway 660 or a Scotia Speedway that don't do demos, that you would like to get out and compete at in any form, any series uh, that you haven't been to already?
5: Um, I went to Shediak, well, it was two or three years ago, actually. That's where I met Mikey. Um, he let me run one of his cars. I went... I think I was going like almost 110 right into a wall. I I blacked out. It was wild. I was like, that was the last time I drove from Shediac. It was crazy. Um, But past that, I think it'd be cool to try. I didn't even hear about Petty either. So, I mean, I think if they're doing a demo this summer and Norm plans on going, I might go up there and see what they're doing. (laughs) And PEI too. I'd love to even go watch in PEI. I always meant to. because I remember going to PEI every summer when I was a kid and seeing the racetrack and always saying I was going to go, but never did. But I might try to get over there this summer as well.
3: PEI Oysterbred Seaway is a beautiful track. I know Dylan, you are looking forward to your first trip and me and Tim have been there before. It is a beautiful track. It's one of my favorite tracks to go to. Really? Yeah,
5: I'm uh, I'm fired up. Yeah, when we were in Shediac, uh, even last summer, I think there's a few boys from PEI and they were the nicest people and that's what they said. They raced there. So I think it'd be cool to go and take a road trip and see what's going on.
3: Absolutely. Well, we got to wind down. Yes, Tim. I
1: was going to say from your producer side of things, our next guest is in the waiting room. So whenever you're ready, he, he is there and I know all the fans are are waiting for Mikey. So I, I mean a fanfare, I can feel the electricity in here. Um, but, uh, Norm said in in chat that he'll throw the six, 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 six at you on the weekend, Sam. Uh, so just be prepared for that. Um, Chris said, good job uh so you guys are doing awesome so far tonight by the way Denver and, and Dylan you guys are doing great you're uh, r- in running for my job on Monday night the Rick Cashel is coming on uh I want to remind the fans you can send in your question via homing pigeon takes a couple of days to get here but you can send in your question for uh the villain Rick Cashel excited to have him on Monday but I want to transition into the 660 side of things Sam I, I know you talked about getting out and, and seeing a couple of different racetracks i want to ask you about your speed weekend experience last year uh-huh. first time at speed weekend what was your whole take about that big weekend at
5: 660 it was honestly the best weekend i had last summer and i know like that's weird because i had an amazing like we i had an amazing summer at our track but that weekend was just incredible spending it with denver mayor you know you Brittany was there it was i got to meet so many people i the, the racing was Absolutely amazing. That was the first time I got to watch Ashton Tucker race, actually. So I mean, that was cool to watch him win. It was the experience was amazing. I'm still waiting for a palm tree, though, and that better be yes. there in the back of Denver's car for next summer.
3: Well, wherever you're working, you better make sure you have. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna off. have to take
5: that weekend off. I don't know. There's a wedding or something going on. I'm gonna have to come home.
3: <laughs> Dylan Landel, you you gotta circle your calendar. Speed weekend at Speedway 660. I don't think you've been there for Speed weekend yet. So that's gotta be on your bucket list for this year.
2: Yeah, I got roped into doing river rafting uh, right before. So uh, I told him, I said, okay, I got to go there this year. So, I mean, uh, for Sam, is there any other race weekends, even as a fan, do you circle and say, okay, I don't care if I'm in the stands or in the pits, I got to be there. What other races do you look forward to?
5: Honestly, no. Last summer was the first time I hit any other racetrack other than Miramichi or Shediac. Those are the only two racetracks I've ever been to. Like I just grew up at always in Miramichi, and that's where I've always stayed for racing. I never really got into any other racing other than demo. I guess the streets song's cool to watch. And like but last summer, the speed weekend, I got a taste of everything, and that was amazing. It was so so cool.
1: I know where Dylan's going with this.
2: <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> well, with
1: well, well, there, there's one weekend we haven't mentioned yet that you it's kind of fond of you and I. July, middle of July.
2: Oh, the the beautiful Aniganish County. That weekend. Sorry, the Atlantic Bubble hasn't kicked in my <laughs> brain
1: yet. <laughs> how do you how do you forget that?
2: <laughs> I I just got off work. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so is there would you would you maybe make the trip to Nova Scotia or you mentioned PEI? Like, there's there, there stuff you're more willing to do before you go away to work or whatever.
5: Honestly, I'm gonna get in as much racing as I can. Um, right now, it's I like we graduate early June. So I'm hoping that if I don't have many jobs lined up, I can at least maybe even push it off till July to get a bit of racing in. So we'll have to wait and see. But I would definitely go to Nova Scotia, especially see Tim. I'd always go to Nova Scotia.
2: If you don't mind me asking, Sam, what are you going to school for? What's going to throw you out of New Brunswick, maybe?
5: I'm taking welding technology. It's going to put me into the welding inspection side of welding. Um, So, yeah, there's just not much. There's a bit going down to St. John if you go to, like, you look at the refinery and stuff like that. But really, all the jobs are out west. There's a lot in Ontario as well, a few in Halifax. So, I mean, I guess there is a few doors open around here, but I think the money's mostly in Ontario and out west. So,
2: weld a couple cars here, you know, a couple <laughs> yeah, demo yeah, cars exactly. that you smashed up. <laughs> there you,
3: go. you can make a business <laughs> building demo cars. I know there's lots of people that have been uh, getting in on that in, in the last year or so.
5: Yeah, stay home, with my own business.
3: <laughs> well Sam we got to wrap things up uh, firstly or I shouldn't say firstly but uh who would you like to thank for whether it be sponsors fans friends family who would you like to thank for making your racing career possible
5: honestly everybody like my grandfather honestly number one for sure my grandfather um the boys at the track met him last year <laughs> they absolutely love him they always ask about him if he's not there like in the pit with us they're always like oh my god where is he and he's always there walking around he talks to everybody he's the sweetest old man he helps me with my cars, honestly. He does a lot of the work as well, um, but the boys do, like Matt, um, Norm, Mikey. For just honestly, it's making it like a big family. We go, we show up at the track, we all hang out in the back, we all have fun. We always, it's always a laugh. I'm so happy I met all those boys and have become pretty good friends with most of them. Um, even all the fans, when all the boys come out, all the younger kids, even seeing Zach and all them, like it's so cool. And their parents come watch, and they come back and see us. Uh, my best friend, Abby, too. She's always there with me. She helps me with my cars. her boyfriend. And then uh, just so many people. I could, I could go on for days. But
3: <laughs> So we're going to give you the final word, Sam. Easter Bunny Bash, first ever winter demolition at Speedway Maroshi. That's coming up this weekend, Saturday, 2 p.m. start. Why should the fans want to be there? What can they expect at the Easter Bunny Bash?
5: Well, honestly, let's just say it this way. Mikey's going to be there. There's snow involved. I think it's going to be a wild time. It's going to be something that no one's ever seen before around machine. So I don't see why there's a reason you wouldn't be. A, there's nothing else going on. I mean, so.
3: Well, Sam, we thank you for coming on the show. Obviously you're no stranger uh, to TCM. Uh, this is the first time we've done it virtually, but we thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us. And uh, you know, for all the other demo drivers out there, yes, we've had Sam on a few times, but trust me, your time is coming. I'm going to get you all <laughs> in front of a camera and a microphone this coming season so uh you know get ready get prepared I know there's some people a little camera shy but Sam before we let you go uh any advice when when we throw some cameras in some of these other guys faces maybe for Mikey coming up maybe settle his nerves
5: oh no I I think this is gonna be funny Mikey's gonna roll with this I'm sticking here I'm not going anywhere I'm gonna stay here in the background (laughs) and I'm gonna laugh at Mikey to myself because this is gonna be good but even the other boys some of them are pretty shy though I don't think you catch some of them even if you walk towards them with a the camera, they probably run. So.
3: so we're we're gonna get them on a the camera this summer. Well thank you, Sam. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> thank you for coming on tonight. Best of luck this weekend. Thank you guys uh, so much. Um is Sam Jardine, driver of the number 12 demolition car at Speedway Mirror Machine. And, and coming up next, uh, you know, you could argue we saved the best for last. Uh A driver who certainly knows how to put on a show. We saw him put on lots of shows last summer. He's changed his number a couple times, but uh, he's one of those drivers. Some people love to hate him. Some hate to love him. Some just straight up love him. Uh, He'll be in car number 369 this weekend. Uh, It is Mikey Roussel, and he is getting ready to join us here on TCM Live, we hope, as long as all the technology works properly. Uh, Here he is, coming on. waiting for the technology to work. But uh, last year, if you were at Speedway Man, Rishi, you would have saw this guy flying through the air. You would have saw him in some hits in the figure, figure eight race in the X. There was lots of excitement. and. Lots. He,
2: probably, he probably hit me, to be honest. He, he probably
3: did hit you, Dylan. You know, I, Mikey's car, that, that same dash for cash race you were in, there, there's a video uh, from the first lap, or, or sorry, a picture of his car smoking, and we have him on live now. Mikey, can you hear us? Yep. Welcome to TCM Live. We are here with the Easter Bunny Bash preview. Uh, Thank you for joining the show tonight. I know you had a busy night. Uh, So welcome to TCM Live. I don't know if you've got to hear anything yet, but uh, there's...
6: Oh, I was listening for the past half an hour there.
3: Uh, I heard Sam going at it. (laughs) Yeah, you you heard Jardine on here. Uh, So Easter Bunny Bash this weekend, uh, the first time we're ever doing a winter demolition at Speedway Miramichi. What do you expect? It's going to be icy, there's going to be some snow, there's going to be some mud. That sounds like a Mikey Roussel type of event.
6: Oh, you're going to see a full sense situation. You and me know about why, and it's going to be wild.
3: Absolutely. Is wild your middle name? Sometimes people uh, might wonder that.
6: Nah, I guess from moving houses to being underneath houses and moving cars around in a derby, wild could be in there.
3: <laughs> so let's talk about you when did you get your start in, in demolitions because you really just came on the scene in, in Miramichi last year but uh, to my understanding you've you've been around the demolition uh, scene for a couple years in the province of New Brunswick
6: it's going to be my seven or eight season this summer I did a couple of the Miramichi before and I didn't went on Miramichi for the past two years last three years and I went back last year but I did Act pretty much all around in the same time
3: so let's talk last year because it really was a, a wild and crazy year. I know you had some, some incidents with your own car getting broke up, but then you would go out in, in someone like Sam's car or someone else's car and put on a show. Uh, so take us back 2020 season. Uh, what What's your thoughts on 2020?
6: 2020 was one of the best seasons in racing in the past, well, in my career. Dad, I know we didn't have much finish, but we made a show all summer and we had the crowd standing up and...
3: That's the main thing about it. So let's talk about the day of eights because that was really the first time that you came into the spotlight. Um, you're out there making hits, and I remember saying on the radio, "I don't know who's driving Sam's car, but they are putting on a show." And then next thing we know, you're flying through the air. You know what? What was going on in that demolition?
6: Green flag came on. Reverse to the floor first. Don't look back. Don't look forward. Whoever is there is getting smoked. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any? Strategy I, actually, to...
3: the second hit was on and in Dylan's car. <laughs> so you you used uh, you used Sam's car to hit her. I'm sure she would have loved that one. wow, she got into it. That's totally fair. Um, uh, so do, from what it sounds like, you know, do you have any sort of strategy, or are you just out there to put on a show and smash cars? Well, not, that's also, I care about. <laughs> whatever, whatever happened happens for sure um so you know let's go ahead a little bit to the halloween spooktacular because i know that was one of your other big moments in the figure eight race uh for the fans yeah. that maybe missed that one uh, what exactly happened on the first lap the first lap uh, D T there in the yeah. middle
6: oh i don't know i put my hand up and there was a 21 coming up and we're going at it for a couple of weeks and just never let go. Took him right <laughs> out. He was telling he was going to take me out, so I had to stand up for myself, I guess. But we're all good. We talk about
3: it after, and everything is done now. So, Absolutely. So looking ahead, that's going to, uh, you know, that's the past is the past. So uh, looking forward, yeah. e- Easter Bunny Bash, this is the first time we've been on the track uh, since that race in October. So, you know, is there anything built up, you know? Is there anything that needs oh, yeah. to be let loose? Oh, Yeah.
6: The thing was meaning it needed to be let loose before Christmas came.
3: <laughs> and then, unfortunately, COVID-19 did not play into the favor. So that just lets things boil up even more. So uh, you're going to be out yep. there to put on a show, eh? I'm there with a
6: car 95% ready. Music hooked up in it. Bluetooth.
3: We're putting on a show. Absolutely. That's what it's all about the Easter Bunny Bash is certainly going to be a show. So, uh, you know, Mikey, we look at the preliminary races that are lined up. You see the Dash for Cash, you know, you see the Backup Race, the Bump to Pass Race. Is there any one of those races you're most looking forward to? Bump to Pass.
6: That's bump going to, to be a fun be one? A oh, yeah, that'd be a dope one.
2: Denver, can you explain what that race is all about, this Bump to Pass race? So, essentially, it's just as the name uh, implies, Dylan, is... In order to
3: pass the car in front of you, you got to bump them in some way, shape, or form. Now, you don't have to take them out. You just have to make contact with that car. So, you know, if you don't make contact to get around the car, uh, it's not technically a a legal pass per se. So, it doesn't get scored. So, you have to make some sort of contact. And again, it doesn't have to be hard. Uh, You know, maybe that's some of the strategy. But I know some of you guys, Mikey, will probably be out there, uh, you know, the bumps aren't going to be so light, eh? I heard re rear end too Am I right? (laughs) Well, that's up to interpretation. That is totally up to the driver interpretation. It's all about the show. That's what I understood. Bump to pass, rear end to pass. (laughs) Well, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. Exactly. Um, uh, So so that's going to be one of your favorites. Um, are you going to go out for the Dash for Cash? We talked to Norm, we talked to Sam. They say that you know maybe the Dash for Cash isn't their favorite race. Uh, a lot of cars get tore up. Uh, what are your thoughts? The only on that? way
6: you're going to get me in for the Dash for Cash is if the dash show up.
3: <laughs> you know, we we even had Trenton out here saying uh, we should do fifty dollars for the Dash for Cash. No. No. Ten
6: fifteen is good enough. Everybody's going already crazy for ten dollars. <laughs> for sure we saw them go pretty crazy last year a couple well of i mean we can total 30
3: car in a race but there's not 30 more to get on it absolutely you know that's these demolitions that's it's about the survival and i think that's what makes some of our demolition events unique is that you have to qualify through these preliminary races but not only do you yeah. have to qualify you have to survive you know i think it was dale earnhardt once said to finish first you first must finish um, and we've seen last year a lot of guys get tore up in, in those preliminary races. So, is there any any sort of, uh, yeah, you, you had some rough luck in those more know, than once. More than once. Same with Norm. Um, you know, is there any key to survival, like, or, or is it you know just hope for the best? Roll it right to the floor and go left and right, <laughs> left and right. That that's uh, where do you make your right turns? Is that to. Uh,
6: well, you and me both know. Maybe a little pivot over or pass him on the high side.
3: There you go. Something you got to
6: turn around, too. You never know.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we're, we're looking at this weekend. There, there's 20 to 30 cars predicted. I don't know if you got a chance to look at the list of drivers, but there's a lot of big names out there. You know, is there any driver you've got uh, you're going to be keeping your eye on that, that's going to be tough to beat? It's, it's going to be a Everybody's fair game, if you ask me,
6: with the weather condition and all. Everybody's in the same same situation here.
3: So but. when we talk to Norm, Norm has a bit of experience in the snow. Do you have any sort of experience, you know, racing per se in the snow? I know as Canadians, a lot of us do have a bit of experience driving. But uh, when it comes to racing, turning left, uh, you know, is, do you have any experience in any, or anything like that?
6: Driving a Crown Vic around. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it that way. Friend wheel drive around all my life, trucks.
3: I think we should be good with snow. If we can get decent tired. Absolutely. Um. You know, you, you see the weather. It seems like there will be some snow for sure, given that a uh, little bit of snow expected overnight Friday. That, that'll certainly make things uh, slick and interesting to say the least. Yeah. So, uh, you know, while there might only be 20 to 30 cars expected for this one, uh, we saw 60 to 70 cars last year. What's it like being out there with a field of cars that is, that is triple of what we're, we're going to see this weekend.
6: It's crazy. You got no place to go. Everybody's
3: everywhere. It's you never know what's going to happen. We certainly seen it get wild and Dylan, you know, you were out there for one of those big races and uh, you know, I think you and Mike, you were in the same dash for cash race and, and I don't know if you guys got into each other, but certainly we around each other. That was a wild one, Dylan.
2: He probably passed me like four times when I was only going around once in my little pos fan. But that <laughs> that was crazy, though. I mean, like I started towards the back, Mikey. Uh, we're, do you remember that that uh, the fall shootout race that first ash for cash where you started up? Ben?
6: Oh, I don't remember at all which one I started. I. I don't even remember which car I was driving that one. I did so many this summer <laughs> and I'm getting confused.
3: I think this was the one, Mikey. Um, there's a picture right there. I forget. I don't know if the it was Cadillac? the Cadillac. The Cadillac, yeah. I, I yeah, think... I started at the back and I don't know. I
6: hit one person and it overheated right away. When I shipped it in second and it just blew, couldn't see nothing. So it's like, well, we'll go in the pit, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah.
6: Then I borrowed a
3: couple of cars for the rest of the night and made a show out of it. And that's what it's all about. and, and, and you know, Dylan, you, you put on a show, to say the least.
2: D- I had to. I had nothing else. I overheated on lap four, and I uh, I guess I did a little pose off for the Miramichi crowd. But, uh, but you know, uh, uh, Norm said it earlier. I mean, it, it's the crowd. You see the hundreds and thousands of people. Uh, does that get you going, Mikey, when you see all those fans going nuts for all the stuff you're doing on track?
6: That's the main reason I'm going for it, is the fans. You see that smile on the kids' face. If we win, hey, that's
3: a bonus. To go there and put out a show, that's the main thing. These certainly have been some wild shows. And, you know, Saturday will be no different. And this one's going to be unique with all the snow and mud. But let's look forward, Mikey. 2021, uh, a big calendar of events lined up. Uh, what are you planning for the 2021 season?
6: Well, I'm hoping to do a couple. In Miramichi and Shediac. maybe the season, we'll see how it goes. Busy working in the summers, doing 80-hour week, and you know you know, I was my routine on Derby. There's not much
3: sleep involved, we'll (laughs) see how it goes. So I want to ask you about one of the events. uh, You know, I think we'll have to bring Tim in here in just a second, because we had a question about it earlier, but we got the uh, figure eight trailer race lined up in in June, where we're going to put some trailers on the back of some cars, and you guys are going to have some fun and put on a show. Uh, What do you think of that event coming up?
6: Hmm, this one's gonna be a fun. I heard Norm's being worried about me in the trailer. He must have forgot the, playing, the thing that I'm moving house for a living. You can hook the side of the trailer you want behind me. We're going forward.
3: <laughs> and
6: we're moving people out of my way with it. See ya.
3: <laughs> Tim, what do we got on social media? Is there anything uh, for Mr.
1: Roussel? well, we'll we'll spit back the question that Jay asked a little bit earlier, Mikey, how much do we gotta pay to see you hit the mud pit in the figure eight trailer race? Oh, oh no, same thing as the payout, maybe. Okay, so so we'll we'll dig deep. That's a Jay scary question. I know he's got deep pockets, and uh, we were talking about things getting tore up earlier. He mentioned on on Facebook about the Jonathan Dixon hitting the wall and hitting the speaker incident. So uh, that was a wild and, one. Yeah, that was uh, things getting tore up. We we have a few more minutes on here, so if you're on Facebook, drop us a comment. Uh, we're live on the Speedway Hair Machine page and Tim's Corner Motorsports as well, and. Uh, let let us know. Give us some predictions. Who's going to win this thing on the weekend? Uh, let us know. Hit that like button. Hit that share button, and we'll get
3: your we'll get your name on the air. Absolutely. Thanks, Tim. Dylan, you got anything there?
2: Yeah. So, Mikey, do you have any uh, any other ambitions of doing other styles of racing except for demo? Like, would you think about getting in a bomber, maybe, at Miramichi? I'm
6: thinking about getting a bomber in Miramichi and Shadiac, and possibly looking at Yachtin and moving Higher in class than bomber to in the future. Go higher, less bad accident. We'll call it like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, certainly uh, fewer accidents out there. In, you know, the bomber class and the mini stock, street stock, all the way up, modified some. Um, uh, you know, we don't see the late models, the pro stocks, and the sportsman's and mirror machine. But uh, you know, certainly uh, a lot cleaner racing. But that's the whole point of the demo. Is it's the show that you know goes there and wreck. Uh, You know, for anyone that maybe is thinking, watching the show, they haven't done a demo before and they're thinking, you know, I might like to try it. Why should they get out there and try a demolition at Speedway Mirror Machine?
6: It's the best place to take your anger out. You can take it out, hit anybody, and you don't have to hit the brake if somebody's cutting you off. You're T-boning.
3: Out of my way you go. (laughs) So that's (laughs) like, uh, almost like driving the plow truck with the snow, but you're, you're just plowing your way through the cars and you're putting on a show and having some fun a good anger relief right there
2: denver what, what, the, the guys denver, what was denver what was i saying about people driving calm and having respect to, i'm just hearing more and more we're just going for
3: <laughs> i think it depends on guts now. i remember last year when we were <laughs> on the uh i guess in quarantine with COVID 19 when, when we first announced the return event in june with no fans i think it was mark-andre benoit Came on Facebook and said, thank God you guys are having a demo because if I don't smash a car soon, I'm going to smash my daily car into something. Uh, so That's actually what I'm doing. I'm bringing the daily into Derby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what are you going to drive now ne- next week? Uh, assuming that the car doesn't survive.
6: Oh, you don't need to worry about that one. So that's a Sorry, problem it, for later. Figure it out. You got to
3: always. All, all right it's planned. It's all planned. That's what we like to hear. I I'm sure it's not the first time that someone has done that. Well, yeah, probably not the first time. I've heard some stories. You know, we saw a couple of cars last year. I think there was a, like a, a 2015 Ford Edge or something at there, like cars that are are, are still have yeah, the I've inspection heard story on them. Yeah, that story too. Yeah, I guess nothing. There's no limits in terms of of what goes on the track for for a demo car. Um nope. uh, Now, do you have any preference? You know, Dylan had the van uh and he he's not a fan of the vans we're, we're looking at something other than a van lo- have- hey
2: i like the van i just want a van that actually works next time
3: <laughs> well mikey do you have any uh advice what is the best cars for a demolition impala impala
6: impala taurus buick and if you want to go in a van
3: you can get an uplander i had well, one tim has an impala dylan don't yeah. don't don't go there <laughs> tim has an impala the pace car oh. is an impala
2: well yeah and the, i had to uh, get the pace
3: uh, car is my second car
2: <laughs> tim you well, know, we'll, mikey we'll wants talk. Your car. <laughs> mikey i,
1: I want to ask you denver kind of talked about the weather that could happen this weekend you're looking at maybe some rain on friday night and then maybe some snow on saturday Uh, We saw in Sydney in the first Enduro where one turn was completely bone dry. The other one was was completely caked with ice. Going in as a driver, what would you like to see on the racetrack on the weekend? Would you like to see a little snow up there as a cushion? Would you like to see it ice? Would you like to see it bone dry? What would you like to see on Saturday when you pull in?
6: No, or bone dry would be the best way to go. Slush, you got no traction. Doesn't that make that fun, though? Oh, yeah, in in a way in a way if you can't get going it's not that much fun though you get like 20 cars stuck at the starting line on slush you know what i mean someone will push though the barry will oh, have someone
3: the enforcer will.
1: Out there oh some holy oh, enforcer let's go at denver there's one question you haven't asked mikey yet which one's that tim well we talked to our, our previous guest we talked to norman sam about if you were having to go into the the what the pumpkin race, blindfold race, whatever race that you have a passenger with, yeah. it was, would there be one driver that you wouldn't go with? And both of them said you. So me. I'll ask you the question. If you had one driver that, that you would say, no, I'm not riding along with you in one of those races, blindfold, pumpkin, whatever, who would it be?
6: Well, it sounds like we got some good friends there, blaming it <laughs> on me, but... The thing they didn't thought about with their head, the one I'm not getting in with, is Taz. I ain't going in the car with him. As soon as it's there, it's a show right there. I
3: ain't going close to him. <laughs> that would be the worst. So that's Mikey's answer. He's, he's not getting in the car with Taz. And I'm sure some of Taz's, uh, can we call it fans? I don't think, well, I think Jonathan Dixon's oh, a fan. Oh, you can call it
6: Taz. You can call it Carl. Right, my dad. made sure to message him that he knows about it. He answered a little angel face.
1: <laughs> By the way, Trenton Siliker says his car will push. Don't worry.
3: I'm sure it know. would. I'm sure it that I'm thing is a tank. So. I'm hoping so.
1: And Jan said ice would be interesting. I, I, th- I We saw it up in Sydney. Ice on I one corner was interesting. Three and four uh, being a little bit dry, I think kind of gave everybody a sense of false hope. Uh, going into one and two, it kind of made everything slick. It made it interesting for the fans. We Denver, you don't have to drive well, the race I you don't have to drive car.
6: I going into first first turn there
1: yeah i guess sydney doesn't have a wall so i guess that that kind of helps too at least at least in one and two so i guess that that kind of helps that that side of things but either way i think it should be interesting on saturday whatever weather conditions we get
3: absolutely and uh you know like you said the we've said to uh, norman sam mikey you guys are the best demo drivers out there so whatever the conditions that get thrown at you guys and girls you're going to be able to adapt and put on a show regardless oh we'll figure out way. If it doesn't go forward, it's gonna go reverse. We have saw that before. I think it was Matthew. <laughs> Matthew Brito does a better job in the figure eight race going backwards sometimes than what he has done forwards. I actually think he turned faster laps backwards uh, than some of our mini stocks do going forwards. So uh, some of you guys yeah, know when he's it. running to Crown Vic. Absolutely. That was uh, that was. They impressive. got two gear in reverse. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, Mikey Easter Bunny Bash. You know why should the fans come out? It, it, someone's sitting here listening or watching or if they're watching tomorrow um there, we have watch. a
6: guaranteed show and there's no what else is there to do to sit home nothing to do come over and come where's this show we'll make it happen for you
3: guys so when they're out there they're going to know to watch for car number 369 that's going to be one of the cars out there putting on a show right that's the plan that's the plan that's what we like to hear um Man, hold, you hold see on, in never. the
6: preview it's gonna be a, Debbie, you visible. mentioned
1: you mentioned one thing though. Why the number changed? Weren't you seven five eight last year? Why the number changed to three six nine?
6: Oh, to send it for a giant change. New number, nobody had it. I wanted to go with 57, but it was been used before. So I know this one nobody got it before, so I'm gonna just make this one now.
1: Uh Sam Jardine gave a little chirp on Facebook, by the way. So surprised he didn't say me really, always making fun of my driving. I thought she didn't have a Facebook. You can't run the fine, Sam Syncusher. I ain't getting in a car with her. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but I, I I kind of agree. I think we're kind of on the same uh, hey, train she of thought. Started, they'll finish it. Alice Scodro and Angela Newman are watching too. I want to say hello to them?
3: Like you said, Sam apparently brought Facebook back. She uh, I guess the extinguisher didn't work. That's not the first time.
6: Oh, uh, somebody uh, messaged her yesterday to go. She
3: told her to go look at it. <laughs> well, I don't know if you heard, but there's a there's a challenge. We know that Sam won four or five of the powder puff races last year. Well, the challenge now is she has to start at the back on Saturday. So she has to start dead last. So whether it be, you know, 10 cars, whether there's 20 cars, she's going to have to pass every single car to win. So uh, that should put on a show. That's going to force Sam to put on a show.
6: I'll make Mike
3: guard, put a break in front of her. I'll put somebody in the car to slow her down. Are we going to put Brittany Hoyt in Mikey's car then, Tim? I mean, do you
1: have a powder puff, uh, entrant for your car? I had one, but that's certainly
6: something we can talk about Saturday on the track.
1: Well, well, there you go. That, that, that'll be something Saturday at the racetrack. And I'm I'm sure she's still looking for one. If I'm uh, sure we can reach something. I'm sure we can figure something out for her. Oh yeah. Uh, Brett Patterson's watching too. want to say hello to, to Brett. He's, uh, he watches every one of these. I know he's chomping at the bit for Ricky Cashel on Monday.
3: Yes. That's going to be exciting with Ricky on Monday, but, uh, we're gonna start to wind this up, Mike. yeah, I think we got barry in in the waiting room, Tim, do we? uh,
1: we're gonna give her a go we're gonna we're give gonna it give it a try and if if Mikey can figure out this this technology and Barry can at at least Mikey's got one up on him, so
3: absolutely. <laughs> Well, oh, Mikey. Oh, oh he. Oh, he. he oh, he Barry, did he, made it.
1: He just broke our show. Hold he on. Just broke <laughs> our show. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on here. There, there, there we go. We'll get to you in a bit. You don't. Don't jump the gun. There we go. We'll get the spring smash season opener on on the screen. You can bring us back, Paul. There we go. Le- oh, leave. Leave. My- leave it to the track owner to break the show. We'll get to Barry well, in a second. Wasn't he our technology engineer? Uh, he was. Yeah. He, he. just.
3: So he's even now. I think. He's, he's even. Well, well, Mikey. Uh, while we wrap this up. Uh, who do you have to thank for making your, your career pop? <clears throat> uh, I got to
6: thank Paul Boudreau, Boudreau Service Station and Memorand Cup sponsors there. And my boys, Danny LeBlanc from LP LeBlanc Cottage and Building Raising and DNR Snow Removal. And there's much you've with you from Pergadie with last year help. Without all of them and
3: the Savoy, there's no way we could have made it happen last year. So big thanks to them. So Mikey, I have one final question. We know you like to put on a show. You always put on a show. If you were to win, say you, you win the Easter Bunny Bash, how are you going to celebrate that win? Something's getting hit. It's either the Muppet, Durant, or Wolves. So it's going to be a full send victory if you're able to pull it off on Saturday. Yep. Yeah, if my car is the last one running, the Wolves going to take it out. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Well, Mikey, best of luck on Saturday. We appreciate you hopping on the show and joining us here tonight and previewing the Easter Bunny Bash. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday. No problem. Looking forward to seeing you guys too. Awesome. That is Mikey Roussel. He will be driving number 369 on Saturday at the Easter Bunny Bash. And we thank him, Sam and Norm, for joining us tonight. And you see on the screen, after we get the Easter Bunny Bash in this weekend, we have our... our Technically, our summer season opener, it's the Spring Smash and the TCM Bandolero Blast-Up. That'll be coming up on uh, Saturday, May 15th, one of the first races in the province of New Brunswick uh, for the summer season. Uh, And Tim's Corner TV will be live that day. Tim's Corner will be at the track uh, pending no changes to the Atlantic bubble. So we hope that goes through as planned. But uh, you'll definitely want to be here uh, either in the stands or live on TCM TV on May fifteenth, the Spring Smash and the Easter or the TCM Bangalore Blastoff, and now we have joining us the the I guess the boss we'll call him uh, part time sound engineer, part time well full time track owner, uh, part time enforcer driver, and he gets to deal with everyone uh, from me and Doug to uh, Mikey, Norm, Sam, and all all the guys and gals that take part. It's Speedway Mirror Machine owner Barry Richard. Barry, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks for having me.
3: So who's I'm going to ask you the same thing that I asked you on Saturday when we're shoveling out four feet of snow, whose idea was this? Uh,
0: it's a combination of mine and yours. And I'm not going to take all the blame. We're going to just say it's, uh, an idea that's been passed around a few times and, uh, as people have noticed the last few years Speedway Mary she's up for trying just about anything so if uh, if the fans want to see it we're going to do our
3: best to make it happen for them well i think that's an understatement willing to try anything cuz really truly there there's nothing that's not on the table i think sometimes but i know you've had a busy week uh, you know there's been the weather has been a challenge we it's not very often you see 20 degree weather in march when you're trying to prepare for a, a winter demolition. So how's the track look, how's conditions? What are you expecting for this weekend?
0: Well, I'm hoping uh, hoping the rain turns to a uh, little bit cooler temperatures and we get some snow on the track. I'm looking at the five centimeters they're calling for overnight and five in the morning. That's gonna make the track pretty nice and you know uh, different for the drivers, let's say. Uh, we did plow until we went orange. We had the track plowed out and we sort of gave up on it when we went orange with COVID. So uh, once we went back to yellow, it was a challenge to get caught up. Uh, We had a couple feet of snow left on the track, but then as you said, you know, in March and we're getting 16 and 18 degree days. So uh, most of it's paved with some snow packed on. So we're hoping for some extra snow to fall Friday to make it a true winter demo.
3: So what are you most looking forward to about this event? You know, it's the first time we've ever done this. Uh, there's a, a great field of cars, lots of veterans, some young guns, uh, some newcomers that we've never seen before. We got some exciting events lined up. We were going to try a burnout competition. We don't know how that's going to work. It's going to be uh, interesting, but it's all part of it. They, they wanted to do a burnout competition by popular demand. There's one on the schedule. But uh, what are you most looking forward to uh, on Saturday?
0: Uh. The whole show, to be honest with you, right from opening the gate in the morning and seeing everybody come in all energized and looking to go have some fun, right till the end of the day when you know you're leaving with a smile on your face. That's the that's the goal, right? And everything in between, talking to the drivers, talking to the the fans, uh, you know. And like Sam said earlier, it's like a big family, right? So you know, we might always we might not always get along. There's there's tempers that flare and you know, we might have choice words for each other, but at the end of the day, you know, we're all there for the same reason, and we all get along. So uh, it's it's the family feel, I guess, of the the whole sport. It doesn't matter if it's demo, street stock, uh, any type. So the whole the whole atmosphere is why I do it and why I love it, right?
3: So Dylan, what do you think? We've, we've had Sam and Norm on here saying that, you know, people are relatively calm, show respect. We had Mikey on here saying that, it, it, you know, it's all about going out to take people. Barry says it's a bit of a, a mix of both. So, uh, Dylan, your take on the, the demolition, <laughs> the atmosphere with all the different drivers?
2: I don't know what to think. All I know is I didn't have a target on my head when I raced Barry. So, I, I, I thought it was calm on my end, but then again, I was driving a slower van, but, uh, for, for me going there the first time at the day of eight uh, to work with TCM on the camera, Barry, I mean, I'm just so impressed with the, the the ship that you're running there and how it's for the fans. And that's so important. I think that's some, that's something that sometimes tracks or any kind of owner for any business may forget. Sometimes it's the customers. They're always number one, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks for noticing. That's uh, we strive for that. We like to try to make it a family oriented atmosphere and, we like everybody to have fun, right? If there's something massively, you know, bad going on or a little bit of arguing and going on, we try to calm that down as quick as we can and move on.
3: So, Dylan, uh, you know, I want to go back. You you came here for the first time last August. I remember during that show, you're on uh, the camera, and my girlfriend Meredith comes down, and she, I don't know what she came. Must have had a break. She comes down and says, looks at me, and says. Dylan hates this and he's never coming back to Miramichi. It's word for word. She said that you were absolutely disgusted by what you saw. And then two months later, you're in a demo car. So uh, I take it. I remember this story, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. I take it. You didn't hate it as much as what, uh, as what she thought.
2: Okay. Let's uh, let's set the record straight. So I've been working in radio and TV for a while. When you're a camera person and you're standing for a few hours, it can put a toll on your mind and your body. When we had that backwards race that took two hours, after people kept flipping, that's when I was in my mind saying, "I hate, this. I hate this. No more backwards racing." But then I was, you know, I've I've been a racing fan forever, and I've I've wanted to get behind the wheel. And just being in the announcer booth is it's pretty hard, and uh, and not having a garage or anything. Or but then we heard about the demo derby. And how Maryam she sometimes offers cars to buy, like a like kind of a pay driver. Hey, here's the car, come and get it. So when I heard about that, it said that would be pretty fun to do. And then I got the opportunity to drive that that Pontiac Montana, and I couldn't pass up on something like that. So I I put the bad feelings behind me.
0: <laughs> it, it was like. a job to get the belt on, eh?
2: Never got well. Never got on. That was the thing. We tried, and I mean, there there's so many people that, that tried helping, and I, I just. I felt so bad because I felt like a a, a kid that was helpless. I couldn't do anything, but the most important thing was I got on the track for a couple of laps and I got in the figure eight. So, I mean, there was a, and that was the family atmosphere we were talking about. You know, uh, when I rolled in after I overheated even before the amount of people that were just willing, Hey, what do you need? Uh, Let's try and get this started. And, and they helped me change a tire and all this and, that wasn't just for me. That was for so many drivers, Barry. It, it's a big family atmosphere, helping each other out, right?
0: Yeah, everybody wants to see everybody hit the track, and they'll do anything they can to help each other. And you know, once you hit the track and the green flag drops, they're trying to take you out. But once you get back in the pits, they're going to help you fix it to get you back out there, right? So it's uh, it's an interesting atmosphere, I guess we'll call it.
3: So Barry, I have something to ask you. I don't know if you were watching earlier or not, uh, but you know, it's all about the show. Uh, We dropped a challenge on Sam. We had an anonymous message this week come through. uh, Someone uh, putting up a challenge saying that Sam can't win unless she starts at the front. So now Sam has to start at the back of the powder puff race. What do you think is going to happen there?
0: Uh, She's either going to make it to the front real fast or she's going to take a lot of cars out trying (laughs) and uh i i think it's going to be pedal to the floor and whatever happens happens so we'll uh we'll up the ante on that one for her because she was so gracious to accept that challenge we'll put a 50 on
3: that oh there we go barry's throwing some money down So, so if she gets
0: it we'll throw that on
3: so if Sam, if you're watching Barry, there's money on the line now. So no pressure, but uh, it's going to be a show. And that's what it's all about. It's all about the show. And, uh, you know, with this event, it's a little different, Barry. We typically do stock car racing and demo in the same show. And that's what, that's what makes Speedway Miramichi so unique. You know, it's it's a full event. It's not a three-hour show. You know, we try not to run all night. But, you know, it is a longer show because it's two shows in one. It's a full event. Uh, this one's yep. a little differently. Obviously, we're not going to put modifieds or, or street stocks out there in the wintertime. So it's just demolition. So for someone that maybe hasn't been here before, it, it's just demolition. It, it's a nice short show to come get a feel for what what's going on with the track. Yeah, uh, just being demolition and maybe you know, a little shorter than usual,
0: but I don't think you're going to be lacking in any of the entertainment aspect just because it's a little shorter show. You're going to get your fill, whether it's an hour and a half to two hour show. It's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you're going to get a lot more action than you would, you know, spending big money to go to the movie theater. Like it's, uh, you're going to get your fill for sure.
2: Well, Barry, how does it feel that, you run the track that's known as the demolition track in the Maritimes. When someone says Demo Derby, they usually think Marimachie. That, that's that got to be pretty cool, right?
0: Yeah, it's a feather in the cap for sure. I mean, it's nice to be good at that. And uh, I got to admit, you know, I don't do it alone. It's uh, it's a team effort for sure. Last year was huge success. You know, a major part of that is Denver, you know. got to say thanks to Tim for sure for all he does for us and promoting us and uh, you know Doug Matchett was a huge help last year and all my family and everybody like that so you know I may be the the name on the deed but it's definitely not just me right there's a lot of people that help make that work so it's the people that show up whenever you call and they need you know you need an extra hand they're there you know, Denver last weekend, you know, we walked in and four feet of snow in the stands and you know, we just shoveled like crazy and we put a put a post up looking for some help and we had, you know, uh, Sandy, he's a minister from the New Jersey church, come up and volunteered a few hours to help us. Uh, we're hoping he's gonna say one for us for the for the weekend so we have a good uh, a good weekend. Uh you know, my aunt and uncle, it takes a lot, right? It takes everybody helping. Uh Putting a, putting a race on like this, uh, the expenses and stuff are huge. So uh, wherever you can save and help, you know, that that that's a big deal. Uh, being the, the demo name, we pride ourselves on that for sure. I know when I first bought the track, I, uh, I watched the first demo before I bought it. I was watching it when Jason Carnahan owned the track. And he was gracious enough to let me come watch him run a race before I bought it. And I can remember standing on the, the entrance to the track when the demo started. And I was much like you looking through the camera, uh, just freaking when somebody's car caught fire or, you know, somebody rolled over. It was like, oh, my God, like, we got to get out there, right? And after six years of doing this, it's uh, it really changes the aspect, right? Like, if you see Mikey going in the air, 10 feet and it's like, yeah, it's Mikey. He's good. Or, you know, somebody's car catches fire or rolls over. It's like, yeah, we're getting there, but they're good. Like you don't panic as much because you know, these guys know what they're doing. Right. So it's, uh, we're, we're known for demos because of the drivers and the caliber of drivers that we have on the track. It's, you know, we run a nice show, but they make it that much easier
2: you got to safety aspect there too because i remember there was a pretty nasty wreck in a modified race last year uh where the safety crew they were on that real quick and made sure that driver was okay so you say like oh well if it's mikey rex whatever but with the other racing too safety is number one and you guys were on that real quick too
0: yeah and it's not a you know it's mikey whatever it's uh you know you know that these guys know what they're doing they know how to take a hit like In a regular race situation, people are not looking for... I mean, everybody that's a race fan will tell you that they don't like, you know, demolition derby. But if you ask anybody watching a big NASCAR race what they're more excited for, it's the big wreck, right? So it's sort of a contradiction. But uh, you see more of it in the demo, so I guess it's a little more laid back. You know, Mm -hmm. they, they intentionally hit that person or they intentionally... You know, they knew what they were getting into type deal, right? In a race car, it's sort of an unexpected deal. So, but the safety crew we have is great. We have great medics on scene. You know, uh, we always have lots of people around that are actually trained. Uh, My mother-in-law is an LPN. My wife's usually around. She's, you know, she's an RN. Dougie's a first responder. We have all kinds of people that go to the races that are there. And people's safety is number one for sure.
3: You know, and Trent, too. Trent's been phenomenal, especially, I think, back very to last year, that August race when, you know, it, it was the middle of a heat wave and, and we had some people pass out and he handled the situation unbelievably and just took control of everything. And, it, you know, it's really people like that. You know, like you said, it's a team effort. There's so many people and everyone that's at Speedway Mirror Machine knows what they're doing and has their job figured out. And when their time is needed, when we need them, they take control of a situation and do a great job. Oh, exactly. Yep. Yeah. No, Trent's uh, Trent's excellent at the job, Uh, you know,
0: knows how to read the situation and look after it. And all our medics that we've ever had there were uh, very, very smart in their field. And you know, our cleanup crew along with that, uh, Willis and all the guys that work with Willis, like they're the first one to jump in the truck and they're right there. And you know, they have experience in that stuff as
3: well. So that makes it that much easier for the medics to do their job. Absolutely um uh barry let's talk 2021 uh before we wrap up Uh, it's a it's going to be a big season we have uh you know seven events after this one i think on the schedule uh and and lots of interesting events is there anything you're looking forward to in particular
0: definitely looking forward to the trailer race uh you'd be crazy not to be looking forward to that that's going to be unreal um all our demolitions, we always try to do a good theme. The uh, The big street stock race, the 100-lap Barry Basketball Shootout, that's always a, a big deal for me. Uh, it's an even bigger deal this year because we have the five-race series going with all the tracks, uh, which is a huge step forward. We thought of it, you know, last year we mentioned it and talked back and forth. It was a little late in the season. So we're I'm glad we're making that happen this year with, uh, you know, with Oyster Bedgiac, 660 and Petty and ourselves. Uh we're all holding that 100 lap race which is going to be, you know, awesome. Uh and our race is the final race in that series, so we're hoping to have a great turnout and, and the owners from all the other tracks join us and and help us present that, so I'm looking forward to that one. Uh you know, I take it one at a time. I love them all so. Uh, don't ask me that Friday night before a race, if I, if I love it or not, Uh, it's usually a bit bit stressful. This week's been a lot, a lot of long hours and no sleep, but it's, uh, it's all worth it at the end of the day.
3: Well, we're about to wrap this up, Barry. Uh, We're going to give you the final word Uh, Easter bunny bash. It's the first time we're ever doing anything in the winter uh, in terms of demolition at, at Speedway Miramichi. I think, It's been a while, you know, Sydney Speedway did it in Nova Scotia, but I think it's been a while since we've seen anything like this, even in New Brunswick. So it's definitely going to be a historic event, but, uh, you know, for the fans out there watching that maybe are thinking, do I want to go? Why should they make the trip to Speedway Miramichi this weekend?
0: Well, you won't be disappointed. That's one thing for sure. Uh, Every demolition derby is always a crowd pleaser. There's, you know, there's always action. There's always uh something that everybody's going to love. There's not a whole lot at this time of year that goes on. So it's, it's throwing a different aspect on something that people see all the time in Miramichi anyway. Uh, It's going to be challenging. So it's, it's going to be interesting for the fans for sure.
3: Well, Barry, we thank you for uh, taking the time to join us on here tonight uh, to help us Get a little preview for the Easter bunny bash. It's going to be a big event and I know everyone's looking forward to it. Uh, and I know you should go get some sleep because I know you've had a busy weekend and I'm sure you're exhausted right now.
0: A few more hours you have to go.
3: <laughs> well, thanks, Barry. We'll be uh, talking to you this weekend and uh, we look forward to uh, the Easter bunny bash. It's Speedway way Miramichi this Saturday. And we're going to bring back in, I believe, Tim Terry, to uh, close it out, Tim, this has been fun. Uh, lots of talk about demo. We had some, some of the best personalities in racing, uh, in, in demolition racing at least. And, uh, you know, I know you guys wish you could be with us this weekend. Uh, I know you would be here with some cameras and Dylan would be here with uh, hopefully, a, you know, maybe a car, maybe, maybe wheel in a car. But, uh, you know, Hanks couldn't uh, pull off the whatever bubble we want to talk about. But we won't get into politics. But, uh, Tim, uh, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, this this was great. Uh, I had fun sitting back and listening to you guys chat with Norm and Sam and and Mikey and Barry. It's uh, it's been a blast here tonight. Uh, excited for Monday night though. Don't want to don't want to understate the 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 weekend in Mayor Machine because if you are in the province of New Brunswick, you want to get there uh, and enjoy it. I can't wait to get up there in May. But uh, don't understate Monday. We've got Randy Miller on the show, which is a big name in the fact that he's a pro stock driver, former most popular driver winner. We've got Ricky Cashel on the show on Monday night. I cannot wait to get Ricky on here. He's, I think, the only driver to win a feature race in the Maritimes that's still active in the last six decades, back to the 70s. He started racing in 74. So that's going to be exciting for us. Uh, that's going to be great. Uh, we got some sim racing going on next week as well. I want to thank Paul Strickland Jr. For, for being here, taking time out on his off night to, to join us. And uh, Dylan, final thoughts, what, what, uh, what are you most looking forward to? Who do you think is going to win on Saturday?
2: Oh, I mean, uh, the thing with Mikey, he he was not coy about really what he was going to do. He's a very straightforward guy, it seemed like. He says, I'm going to wreck someone. I'm going to drive right through you. So uh, he would be my favorite, I think. Um, He seems very confident, but we had a lot of heavy hitters on the show uh, with Sam as well in the powder puff. Um, I wish I could be there. I wish we could be there to to film, and I I would 100% hop in a van or a car if I'd be able to. I'm sad we can't be there, but I know everyone's going to ball. and you need to go. I was a guy like, I wasn't too sure about demo racing and like, well, you see it on TV, whatever. No, you need to do it. You need to go. You need to watch it at least. It's a blast.
1: Yeah. As long as the backup race doesn't take an hour and a half, right?
2: <laughs> well, that's the only thing. But yeah. I mean, with the, with the ice, it should make it go quicker, right?
1: Uh, uh, something, something like that. They'll be going quicker, maybe. Uh <laughs> Denver, you've, you've been instrumental in putting this on tonight and as well as Saturday, as Barry mentioned. What are your final thoughts going into Saturday?
3: Well, I'm really looking forward to it, Tim. You know, this is something we announced back in December. Uh, it was supposed to be in January, but the situation with COVID-19 and the problems in New Brunswick, it just didn't allow us to get to that point. And then, you know, for the last two months, we got to watch a Sydney Speedway hosted their winter events that they put on it. And, uh, you know, we had to sit, had to sit here anxiously awaiting our opportunity and now that opportunity is finally here uh, and it's going to be a great show these guys like we've said all night they are some of the best out there uh, they know how to put on a show and they will make it worth your while uh, you know this is a new challenge for them and, and but that's what it's all about when you have the best of the best you see it with the NASCAR Cup Series this weekend at, at Bristol they put dirt on the track those are the best driver, some of the best drivers in the world they're challenging them with the dirt Well, we're challenging our drivers at Speedway Miramichi with some snow, some ice. Heck, we might even see some dirt. We might see some mud. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. And you will not want to miss it. Uh, It starts, gates open at 1130 on Saturday. Uh, We encourage everyone to come early. You know, space is limited. COVID-19, all the capacity limitations. But uh, come early, get your seat. Uh, You will not want to miss it. You will not regret it uh, at Speedway Miramichi. It's
1: going to be something you're going to want to watch. Be there if you're in the province of New Brunswick, if not. Uh, Keep tabs of the Speedway Miramichi social media, and uh, we'll see who comes out on top after Saturday. Uh, We wish everybody a safe race, and I'm sure there's going to be some hard hits, as as Mikey and, and Norm and Sam kind of alluded to. A little bit earlier. That's going to do it for us tonight. I want to thank all of our, our marketing partners, Paul Strickland Jr. at Benane TV. And of course, uh Denver and Dylan did a phenomenal job here this evening as host. Uh, we invite you back on Monday here on Tim's Corner Motorsports because we are gonna have Ricky Cashel and Randy Miller on the show. And then Wednesday we return with some iRacing with the TCM Weekly iRacing series. They had their week off. Uh, This week with Bristol Dirt last night for the iRacing Pro Invitational. That does it for us here this evening. Thank you all for watching. My name is Tim Terry. Until next time, keep the hammer down and we'll see you at the track.